Lookout, brand new episode of the Love Alexi podcast you're listening to right now. Hello and welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. My name is Alexi Wasser. This is my podcast and I am your host. And I have to say quickly, today's episode is brought to you by Natalie McMillan Jewelry. Uh, Let me tell you about this jewelry. All right, because I don't talk about anything on my podcast that I wouldn't wear myself, that I wouldn't ingest myself, that I don't back. All right, I'm wearing one of her necklaces right now. I'm also wearing a very chic bangle. Let me tell you about Natalie McMillan Jewelry. It is fine, handmade, effortlessly chic. I don't care, but I do care. Simple, highbrow jewelry that you can wear for any and all occasions, day into night, a business work meeting, what have you. Uh, and then you go out for drinks. You're looking for love. And then you find it because you're probably filled with confidence from the Natalie McMillan jewelry you're wearing. How dare you question what I'm trying to tell you about? Um. Anyway... Uh, I'm wearing a lovely, delicate necklace right now. It's gorgeous. I will Insta-story it later. Uh, I've got this bangle that fits like a glove on my right hand. And uh, listen, if you want to go shopping for yourself and know exactly what I'm talking about and uh, see what I'm raving about, visit nataliemcmillanjewelry.com. And if you find something you fall in love with, which let's face it, you probably will, use the code Love Alexi, all caps, for 15% off your entire order. All right. You can also follow them on Instagram, on all the social media, at Natalie McMillan Jewelry. Yeah. There you go. That's my favorite because sometimes... Oh, God. I'm addicted to... uh, And I will get to the podcast momentarily because I have a fantastic guest. His name is Ezra Woods. We'll get to him in like two seconds. But uh, I love all of the housewife shows. I love Bravo. Anything Bravo, I'm in. But you know what I'm not into as far as Bravo is concerned? Uh, hmm, I don't want to be too insulting, but I don't like a statement necklace. I don't like a big, bulky, ridiculous statement necklace. All right? I like things that are simple and chic, that, that like are detail-oriented, where you like notice it. Like I like a, a very simple chain, uh, maybe a little pendant, just effortlessly chic. And I'm seeing a lot of like ridiculous statement necklaces on all of these shows. And uh, so while I support Bravo shows, I, I don't know why. I'm thinking about necklaces. I just started thinking of like ridiculous Bravo statement necklaces. Um, and that's not what Natalie McMillan jewelry is all about. So anyway, you heard my spiel on that. Maybe maybe we'll be twinsies and we'll have uh, matching necklaces. And when we run into each other in, in real life, uh, we'll, we'll be, I'll be like, oh my God. We're wearing the same Natalie McMillan necklace. Natalie McMillan. All right. I'm, uh, I think I'm too sleepy and I'm just, uh, just, you know, mincing my words. Uh, let me get to today's episode because it is a lovely, lovely chat with depth and range. Uh, today, I talked to my longtime friend, and uh, I'm not going to lie, he's a bit of a muse for me because he says things, and it's just, he's just so funny and stylish, and uh, it's a very special, lovely person uh, I've known for a while. His name is Ezra Woods. He is the co-founder of the iconic fragrance house, Regime des Fleurs. I hope I say that right. Throughout the episode, I'm just trying to make sure I say it right. Regime des Fleurs. Okay, now there's a car driving by. It's trying to get away from this botched pronunciation of Ezra's beautiful company, 
company's name. Uh, we talk about a million different things. As per usual, we talk about perfume making. And by the way, they have candles too. Regime, I'm just going to call them Regime now. Uh, Regime has candles and these incredible fragrances. And I have two of them. I'm, I'm the lucky recipient of two of these highbrow uh, perfumes and the bottles that they come in, just like I just leave them around my house because it makes me feel cool when people walk in and they go, what's that all about? And I'm like, oh, that? Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a cool company called Regime de Fleur. Anyway, um, so yeah, Ezra and I talk about our sordid Los Angeles history. We talk about depression, labels, sex, love, relationships, creating worlds in fragrance, creating worlds in scent. We talk about art overcoming insecurity, fashion, Malibu, celebrity styling, Cara's flowers before they became Maroon 5, opening ceremony, psychedelics, trash talking, garbage people, racism, and so much more. Uh, Yeah. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, And I'm going to throw us over to that momentarily. It's a long episode. episode. It's a long episode. And uh, so I'm going to try to keep this, uh, this intro not a million years long. Uh, I just do have a few things to say. Girls Night In for June 15th. I was throwing a gathering on June 15th called Girls Night In, but unfortunately I have to cancel Girls Night In for the month of June. Uh, everybody has been refunded, but I just want to put it out there on this uh, on this podcast, on this here podcast intro. It's not happening. Everything's okay. It just can't happen. So I'm sorry for any inconvenience. Uh, it will be rescheduled probably for some time in September. So I hope to see you then. And uh, if you want to, uh, to hang out with me one-on-one, uh, even though Girls Night In, a group of women gathering together will not be happening over cocktails and uh, chatter and mingling, I do offer something called Big Sister Sessions, where I serve as a big sister you uh, never knew you needed or wanted, but love, and uh, will hold your hand through whatever crisis you're going through. Uh, I conduct them over Skype. Big sister sessions are for men, for women, whoever you are, wherever you are, uh, whatever you identify as. I just want to talk to you and be your big sis. And if you're looking for guidance and you want to walk away with action steps and tools to getting through whatever fucking bullshit you're going through, whether it's with family, body dysmorphia, dating, I mean, love and dating, I mean, that's exhausting. Instagram spiraling, stalking the one you love and are obsessed with, just all of it. If you want some good advice, uh, click on the link in my Instagram bio at Alexi Wasser and schedule a session. You can always DM me directly uh, if you don't find a time that works for you. And if you would like to advertise on this podcast, if you would like to advertise on the Love Alexi podcast, again, DM me on Instagram. It's easy. It's modern. It's how we all do things now. Instagram at Alexi Wasser. And uh, other than that, what else do I have to really tell you? Other than uh, I just got back from Palm Springs. I had a blast. I went to the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs, which I'm sure everybody has been to. I don't know. That's 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 not right. I, I, maybe you haven't been there. I had never been there. I think I had like heard about it so much, and I thought of it as like some kind of like cesspool that people would like party at during Coachella, and it just freaked me out. And I was like, oh my god, it's going to be like. EDM and just so annoying, but I got there on a Sunday and while there was EDM playing by the pool, which is fine, but I wasn't on Molly or whatever. Like I just wanted to like lay by the pool, go swimming, drink tons of pina coladas and like watermelon, um, whatever margaritas. Uh, 
everybody cleared out the whole EDM scene and uh, a wild crowd, if you will. They cleared out and uh, Monday and Tuesday were just like, it was totally casual and calm. I read a ton of my book. I'm reading this book called How to Save Your Own Life by Erica Jong. It's from like the 70s. It's fucking awesome. It may as well have been written now. It's so deep and about a woman in a bad marriage and how she has affairs and she's, you know, her husband's cheating on her and she's going through all this inner turmoil of, you know, anyway, feeling alone next to her husband, really wanting to be in love and seen and understood and accepted and hanging out with all of her girlfriends and spiraling and oversharing with her girlfriends and vice versa. It's just everything we want. I mean, that's, that's what I want. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy this show, you'd want it too. So it's called How to Save Your Own Life. And I, the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that I didn't write it. So that's exciting that I actually started reading a book that I was holding because usually I listen to all my books like I listen to podcasts, I love everything auditory, and I say I read lots of books, but I actually listen to them, and then my boyfriend's always like, you didn't read that, you listened to it, and I'm like, tomato, tomato, get off my fucking ass here, Jesus. Um, I used to say, get off my dick, but then he was like, get off my dick means I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a positive thing, I'm like, I'm going after you, like, cause I'm, but I'm telling you, you, know, you, don't, you don't read them, you listen, and I'm like, okay, thank you for the lesson. Uh, and I, you know, whatever on cultural phrasings and what they mean, uh, what have you. Anyway, I got to get out of the habit of being like, anyway, I've been using that as a tool to get from one subject to another in every single intro lately. And I don't know if I'm going to stick with it, but I feel like it's working for me. I feel comfortable doing it. Maybe it's become my thing. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, I do have to say I saw Black Mirror uh, the first two episodes of the new three episodes of Black Mirror and then my fucking uh, cable went out. I apologize for uh, for cursing. My internet went out and that was irritating. I've got one more episode, the one with Miley Cyrus. And uh, I have to say, I'm loving it. I wanted to be into the Twilight Zone. I wanted to be into the Twilight Zone, but you know, I, I, it left me wanting a bit more. I'm not being shady. I'm not talking shit. But... Uh, Black Mirror on Netflix compared to The Twilight Zone, night and day. Black Mirror is so good. Oh, the first episode of the new season, run, don't walk. I know I say that phrase a lot too, but it's so good. The first episode is great and I can't wa- wait to, like, to watch the uh, third episode with Miley Cyrus. Uh, I also saw a movie called Echo in the Canyon. No thanks. No thanks. Did I already talk about this last week and I just can't stop shit talking Echo in the Canyon? If so, uh, I apologize, but I I don't know. Blame the Zoloft for memory blips, but I don't think I really got into it. I may be confusing my rant on it with the rant I I made about it on, uh, on my Instagram stories. Okay, so I was born and raised in Laurel Canyon. It means a lot to me. I went to Wonderland Avenue Elementary School in Laurel Canyon in Los Angeles, Hollywood, California. Laurel Canyon, it's iconic. It's iconic like my guest is, Ezra Woods of Regime des Fleurs. Uh, I worked at the Canyon Country Store. It's meaningful to me. So I thought when I was going to go see a documentary about it, I was like, wow, I'm so excited. Instead, maybe I did talk about this. Oh, well. Instead, it's like, it's Jacob Dylan because he's like the narrator, kind of like, you know, the, the guide who walks you through uh, you know, interviewing people about Laurel Canyon and the history and the music of the canyon and how the Beatles influenced the 
Beach Boys and vice versa and all this and that. But mainly the movie is like Jacob Dylan, who is Bob Dylan's son, doing covers of songs I don't need to hear and are not as good as the original if I want. I said this before, I'll say it again wherever I said it. If I wanted to go to a Jacob Dylan concert, I would have gone to a Jacob Dylan concert. Not going to happen. Um, yeah, so that was irritating. But uh, anyway, please pardon me if I've already said that in a previous intro, but it's over now. Uh, listen, I think you've heard enough. Uh, again, I'm just very excited to have uh, Ezra on the show. It's such a lovely conversation. And his company, I'm so proud of him. He's built this beautiful, incredible company, Regime de Flore, to quote the company, to quote their website, perfumes for everyone drawn from the sublime drama of the botanical world. I mean, my God, so highbrow, so chic. And I remember Ezra, when I was like 21 years old, you know, he's a bit younger than me, but I remember he's the first person who took me to this restaurant in Los Angeles called The Little Door. We're both children of, of LA, you know, kids from, kids from Los Angeles. And uh, I had never been to this beautiful restaurant called The Little Door. I was 21 and The Little Door is very, very fancy. And Ezra is like, meet me there, meet me at the bar. And I get to the bar and he's like, he has like this, he orders two glasses of Beaujolais Nouveau, this, this beautiful wine. I don't think I've had it since. And that was my first time ever hearing it existed. But it's like Ezra has always been this all knowing, sharp, highbrow guy, just like this being, this wonderful creature who is just like, has the best taste. He also introduced me to the Pacific Dining Car, another iconic staple in Los Angeles. Um, yeah. Anyway, find him on Instagram at Ezra Woods official. Go to regimedefleur.com. Uh, Ever heard of it? www.regimedefleur.com. And uh, you can follow them on Instagram as well at regimedefleur. I've said it all. I'm going to shut the fuck up now so you can enjoy my very long but worth it conversation with Ezra Woods. Okay. Get on this mic. Do um, I get to listen too? No, it's just, it's not, it's not, I thank God. Wait, I needed the extra time because there were some technical difficulties, so it all worked out beautifully. Oh my God, I can't believe this. Hi. We're podcasting. We're, this is it. This is it. This is happening. Uh, wait, do you need anything? Are you good? Uh, no, I'm dope. I like kind of have a scratch in my throat, but you it's not, do. it's like an allergies thing. Yeah. And so I'm just like a little meh, like a touch meh. So like, bear with me. That's how I, I feel. feel. Like a little <laughs> That's how I feel. I just feel like I have like a cloud over my head or something. Really? Not a cloud over my head, but I just feel like uh, I can't quite wake up. Like I'm not sad, but I just feel like uh, I you need. You seem really sad. I know. <laughs> I was kidding. really trying to hide it. But uh, okay, here's my, is this your first podcast? No, we did one together a long time ago. But over the phone. No, in person. In person? I think you came to my apartment and we did it back when I was living in Brentwood. I don't think so. Wait, hold on. Put this closer to your mouth. Oh, okay. I don't want to miss anything that comes out of your mouth. Should we do it whispering? Let's do it. But then you got to even put it closer. Okay. Okay, so tell everybody. 
Who am I speaking to today? Hi, my name is Ezra Woods. Wait, let's just do this normal. Okay, song. okay. God, I feel stupid. Um, Sorry. Don't feel stupid. No, it's great. Um, um, my name is Ezra Woods. Mm-hmm. Ezra Woods. And um, I'll take it from here. Yeah, anyway, you okay, here. you're wearing a mouth. Let's just set the stage for everybody who can't. It's an auditory experience. Uh, you're. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Who am I wearing? Mm-hmm. Um, head to toe. Head to toe, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I needed this. This is like, why is 10 a.m. so early for me? It's not even 10 a.m. It's 10:30, and I'm like, oh, I can't live like this. I'm exhausted. Um, yeah. Malibu. Head turquoise Malibu hat. Torso, like old Zania Czech turquoise shirt, one of my faves. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been around forever. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, pants are smock that you know our friend Kevin from Mohawk his brand oh I like that you lumped me into that our friend yeah, my friend well, uh, he's everyone's friend he's right. just cool Mohawk oh, yeah, is cool, cool. Yeah. we love them um, I'm touching the pants they're, they're like they're thin nice. and airy what are these what is this made out of seersucker this is seersucker midnight oh blue seersucker drawstring nice. pants oh my god um, shoes are some old blue suede Espadrilles mm-hmm. from a Prada. Oh my god, I've heard of them. But they're like unraveling, and I'm kind of really bummed. So now it looks like I have this like piece of trash hanging from my foot. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, what? What is this? What and a twist. I, I, I just I don't know what what to do about it yet. So okay, well, right now we know who you're wearing. We know what's going on. We know who I'm wearing. We know. It's like we- a tip. Oh, and obviously, like you know, a little three year old girl. Pearl bracelet. Where the, is are these real pearls? No, it's from like I don't know. It's got Sanrio, Hello Kitty. No, like CVS or something. CVS, very cool. That's where I would have gotten that cap. Except, how come the caps, yeah the caps are from CVS and Malibu? But too. how come or I can't Walgreens find Walgreens or I don't know what the. But why can't I get the Malibu cap without that embarrassing double weird stick? Like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's they save the cool ones for the locals. Is this true? No, of course not. Damn it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my levels are levels too high. <laughs> I'm screaming here. Okay. You're screaming. I, I know. I bring out the scream in you. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I'm going to wake up. We're going to ease into this podcast. How long do I have you for? Um, Like 1230. Till 1230. Do you want to do... No, this is perfect. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. Before I have to run a couple errands and I have to be back at the office for a meeting at two. What is the name of your company? Tell my listeners. So I, uh, I am a co-founder along with my business partner Aliyah Raza in a perfume company called Regime de Fleurs. It's a perfume company based here in LA. And you say Fleur. You don't say Fleur. I say Fleur. Regime de Fleur. Regime de Fleur. Yeah, I think you, I th- I don't know. I'm like I'm gonna into, say Fleur. I say like I'm I'm trash from you, the West Side. Me and too. I like totally just butcher words. Yeah. Um, regime de Fleur, but I don't say regime des Fleurs. Yeah, that'd be too much. You don't pronounce the s's. Tell me about this company. When did you start making perfume? I want to know every single detail. And also, your co-founder, business partner, that is oh, that's a uh, that's facial a facial gua sha tool uh, made of rose quartz. Uh, yeah, Ezra just Ezra just picked up this tool that I uh, I have for my face. You should use it. 
You could use it right you now. Think I need to. No, if you go like this, you can massage your neck, and it just gets into all the nooks and crannies. It's oh. so exciting. Oh, this, dope. this is the podcast fodder people want. This okay, is what they pay I for. Love this this free podcast. Do you use like expensive creams to lubricate it? Uh, sometimes I have oils too, but people keep sending me oils. People keep sending you oils. People keep wow. sending me these facial oils, and I used to be so afraid of facial oils because I thought they just clog on my pores and give me acne. No, they don't. And they don't. They like beautify your skin and make it supple and exquisite. What do you use? Um, I use, well, I'm really sporadic with the products to he's, be real. He's done with the gua sha tool. Okay, keep this mic next to your it'll, mouth. It'll, the gua sha tool will come back. Okay, good. Um, what do I use? I, I use this face oil that I really like. It's mm-hmm. from May Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. I am mostly, it's like putting perf, like a full perfume on your face. It's really fragrant. Um, and I use it like three times a week. I don't wash my face that much. You don't? No. Okay. Like maybe f- three or four times a week. What does it mean to wash your face? Not even like, like a new soap. No. You don't use anything. I just like rub my face vigorously and then like once in a while use a product. Yeah. It's more like, I don't know. I just buy all these products because it's like fun to buy lotions and potions and it's kind of like part of my business. But yeah. like... I don't know if they do anything. I don't know if they do anything either. <laughs> God, why do you seem so much calmer and happier than you've ever seemed in your entire life? Because I had Casey Jane Ellison and Charles Rogers on the show. Yeah. And you had just hung out with Casey. And then love her. I love her so love much. Her. Oh, my God. She's magical. She's, she's a genius. She's a genius. She's like deep and smart. I just die for I die for her. How did you meet her? Um, We met when... Uh, Oh my gosh, when we met, it was really funny. We met through my friend, uh, Natasha Newman Thomas. Do you know her? She's a like stylist mm-hmm. and costume designer. She's super dope. She's super, super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like best friends. I, I could think. never say dope, by the way. If you I ever can. if I ever try to say dope, it would just sound ridiculous. Is it? Hey, that's, that's really dope. That's, so that's dope. really dope. Um, hey, I'm Alexi. Uh, you know what's dope? Lots of stuff. I say dope all the time, but then... <laughs> you sound fine when you say it. I think you sound you. cute. Yeah. Um, anyway, there... And so when I first met uh, Casey, it was like late at night. I think we bumped into each other at um, Pacific Dining Car at like three in the morning. Oh, that's random. I haven't been there in a while. And it's, it's good if you're... If it's late. Yeah. It's really expensive. Yeah. Like... Really expensive. It's like I the most like, expensive restaurant in LA. It's is crazy. it really? Not really, but it's like you can spend a million dollars. Like literally, you could have like I don't know. It's like fifty dollars a person or something for I, like eggs and like toast. It's just you it, it took me crazy. there for the first time. I did. You were the person who took me there for the first time. Yeah. Back in the D? Yeah, and you're like, oh, you have to get this sauce, and you get the side of horseradish uh, or whatever, and I was like, all right, okay. Are you sure that was That me? was you. I'm pretty sure, because you're like, I don't know. I don't know how we ended up there. It was like so many years ago. Maybe it was like seven years ago or something. Mm. Maybe longer. In The one in Santa Monica? No. Or the one downtown? Downtown. Fun. So, ah! God, that's so weird, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> I think it was fun. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it was fun. So you met her there. You bumped into her. So we bumped, I bumped into Natasha, I, and, like, they, she was, they were with some, like, girlfriends, and then I was with one of my best friends, Peter Vickery. Do you know him? Mm-mm. He's, like, one of my oldest best friends. He's really tall and handsome. Oh, wow. Is he straight? Is he gay? He's straight. Does that even exist anymore? I don't believe... Fluid? I don't like the word straight, but yeah. he's not... He doesn't... 
have sex I don't with men. believe he has sex with men or like romantic inclinations. Okay. To be with men. Very cool. Um, I mean, not I just very don't cool. like the word straight. <laughs> Why? Like, oh, because you know what? It makes it seem like uh, people seem who like, aren't straight are bendy and weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why. And like, you're right on the straight and narrow as opposed to the freaky weird trail to, exactly. to weirdness and hell. <laughs> and like, I'm in in terms of being on the straight and narrow. I feel like I'm more on the straight and narrow than like most yeah. people. I'm like such a like grandma virgin. You've so. always been like a grandma. You, Grandpa. Well, I was wild when I was young. Like when really? we first met, I You're, was wild. Really? Yeah. What were you like, doing? When I was, was a so kid, wild. I was like drugs, staying out all night, crazy. And then like I became, and I was, remember I was a heavy smoker. Oh, you were a heavy smoker. I smoked like over a pack a day from 14 <sighs> till 25. And now you're like, I need a celery juice and a green juice. <laughs> and a green juice. And, you know, all the juices that are green. Oh, your phone's blowing up. I don't know if that means somebody's oh, from the office. No, he, and he has an office, everybody. I can't and believe he has it. An office. Okay, so. Oh, wait. We have to see because we're getting oh um, a like perfume it. sent over. This is huge, everybody who's listening. This is insane. Oh, shit. This is so cool. Can I send you now? Yeah, it's coming now. I can't believe it. We're going to have to take an intermission so I can go run down and pick up your perfume. I can't believe this. I'll probably just keep recording and just talk about how excited I am. Wait, (laughs) what did you choose for me? What did you decide is like for me? Shells. Shells? Yeah, it's a really tasty smell. It is a tasty smell? Mm. I can't believe it. You're so cool and funny and I love it. Okay, wait, so you're oh wait, so you're at Pacific Dining Car, and then we will start this podcast. Yeah. Just kidding. Um okay. Okay, so oh you yeah. Run into yeah. Casey so Jane Ellison. Is, so I ran into Casey Jane. She's with Natasha. She's with Natasha, my friend. They're with like two other girlfriends, and I'm with Peter, and then we're all like hanging out together. Or maybe we went there after a part. I don't remember, but like we ended up there and we started talking and am I talking loud enough? Yes, you are. I'm just periodically, I will be checking just make yeah, sure everything's perfect because thing, I don't want this for to, sure. yeah. Yeah, cool. Podcast um, life. So I love podcast life. <laughs> so welcome. we do that and then, uh, and we're hanging out and I said something referring to myself as gay and she goes, no way, you're gay and then started like choking on her own laughter, oh like cracking God. up, like thinking that she was like the funniest person in the world. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm gay, but I think it's weird for you to like assume that I'm gay and like think it's like so funny to like think that I could not be gay. Like just don't judge me like that. Like anyone can be anything no matter how they present to you. And I like kind of, and she was like a little like, I like, but I was giving her a hard time too. Cause like <gasps> I love myself and I love presenting, but I was, but I was just like, like I like who I am and how I present to the world. I don't really, you know, I think I'm cool, but like I was just like kind of like, did it to like fuck with her and then but I also agree with that a little bit too. You should, yeah. Um even no, though I do. even it's though like, you are very gay. 
I'm You've mean, been gay since before you came out. I'm with Casey on this one. I'm with Casey on this one. I see her side and I see your side. Where it's like I, I could easily see myself now, well maybe four years ago for doing this podcast, and I made the, I could see myself making the same joke if it weren't twenty nineteen, where it's like everything's fluid and how dare you and we'll think and we're really talking about all the stuff which how we should be. Dare you. It's true though. How dare you? It's true, but I could see myself making the exact same joke as, joke as Casey, laughing at my own joke, which I am known to do. I, uh, that's why I can't be funny. What's why I laugh at my own jokes? But all that's the time. but that's the best. That means you're the funniest. I don't know. Isn't it feel so good to laugh? Whoever's yeah, making I you love laugh, laughing. yeah. But uh, anyway, so you give her a little bit of shit, and she she get freaked out, or she falls in love with you. I just feel like we became homies, and like now we just feel like deep homie. I love her. Yeah, she was close to me. I love her girlfriend. Oh, I love her She's girlfriend. So- Michelle is so wonderful, so smart, funny, deep, sexy, That's all of the it. Most important, yeah, sexy. Very sexy. Attractive. Skin stylish. is always glowing. I love her. Yeah, effortless. No, they're, they're amazing. I'm yeah. so into them. Um, okay, enough about them. More about me. More about you. So why do you seem happier and more calm than I've ever... Oh, because when she was on the show, she brought you up and she had her mini... What is mm-hmm. it? Mini lily? flower. Tiny yellow. little lily. Yeah. And I was just texting with you uh, and then she her lily drops. She goes, I went, oh, you dropped, you dropped your flower. And she went, oh, I just got this from my friend Ezra. And I like picked up my phone and I went, Ezra, I can't, I'm texting with him right now. She's like, you know, Ezra, this is crazy. And then, you know, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was talking about how like, I think I said something, but then I thought, oh God, I hope it doesn't come across as horrible. But, you, but I was like, he can be very intense and scary. Like not, you're not scary, but you're like, uh, you're so witty and sharp and doing what you did to Casey. That's what I kind of meant where it's right. like, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, or you can speak such truths or like say such intense Things that can like shake someone to their core, but I don't even think that like you seem so much calmer than the last time. I feel calmer too. Maybe it's I don't know if it's an age I think, thing. I think it's you. I think no. You're <laughs> you think I am calmer? Yeah, for sure. How can you tell? You just seem good. You're, really? Yeah, for sure. I feel like you seem calmer too, though. Cool. Let's go for it. Let's. No, but, yeah, but Thank also, you. but even you just saying I like myself because I think, you know what? Well, I do. I'm really into like loving myself. That's my vibe. That is how long has that been going on for? Because I remember, mm. I remember I'm going to say something that isn't mean. Go. But it's like, I remember. Be mean. No, I don't want to Let's be. Let's get into a fight. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I just remember I've always thought you were gorgeous. This is like mm. aesthetically, you're so smart. All too, like all the things like the strapping, hulking brute <laughs> of a sexy man. And you're like so highbrow and everything. You're just oh, hilarious gosh. in your words. But then, then sometimes you would like, if you were texture, you'd need validation, which is funny because. I do the same thing or I would do the thing, same thing more a long time ago. And I thought, I would think to myself, he's so wonderful. Why does he need this validation? Like I would be like, why does he need a, I just thought you were the, I just never understood it because I, but you know, he's, and then I do the same thing in my right. relationships. So usually when I'm in a romantic relationship, I'm like, tell me, love me, reassure me, say these things. And, and I'm really working on cutting that out because it's exhausting for whoever I'm dating at yeah. the time. And anyway, so I'm feel I am feeling really good and calm lately. Mm. But I'm also on, I went on a Zoloft. I went on Zoloft. Oh, you did? I did because I was like Zoloft. I went on a very very low dose of Zoloft yeah. and I was so anti-antidepressants or anti-anxiety. You can't be anti-anti. I know. I can't be anti. Thank you. You got to just, you know, do what works for you at any given moment. Yeah, I got to a point where I was just like, "Oh, I had a really weird experience though with antidepressants." Tell me what happened. So, 
I was really depressed um, throughout my 20s, basically. Like, I mean, really, like, in serious depression, basically, from, like, 2019, 20 till 32. Like, I was depressed. Like, all the years blended together. Like, I just, I would periodically go through months of phases where I didn't really do anything and I didn't really like leave the house that much. And I was really depressed. I don't know. I didn't realize how depressed I was until it got really, really bad. And, you know, it would kind of go in and out and then sometimes it would be normal, but I didn't really have the like crazy peaks of that roller coaster. I kind of would go to normal to really depressed. Um, and then I went on a medication, I went on Wellbutrin, mm-hmm. um, for a year and I went on a really low dosage too. I was taking it every other day. Oh, wow. Um, because it was too strong for me. It's like stimulating. It made me feel a little intense, but the little bit really helped change my vibe and um but then after a while like it made me not be able to sleep made me feel really edgy and prone to like actual anger and arguments and stuff like things that weren't me yeah so then I stopped taking it and but that time that I did take it really helped kind of recalibrate me also I tripped on mushrooms like a couple times and that really helped. It was weird how much it helped. I think really? it like changed my brain forever. Really? Yeah. And I didn't trip hard because I'm not into like tripping hard. Yeah, I don't. Are we like la- we're allowed to talk about drugs. Of course we are. Cool. No, whenever I look over my machine here, uh, You're like the podcast looking at machine, the Illuminati is listening <gasps> like, to are us. Are we okay? Is everybody going to be okay? <laughs> Big brother, uh, come through who, the door. Who's listening? I want I want listeners, but yeah. some people I don't yeah. want to listen. Um, no, we can totally talk. Of course, we can talk about drugs. Yeah. Cool. I felt the same way when I did mushrooms. Like, like the next day I woke up, I remember like I hadn't taken it since high school. I took it with my friend Peter Vickery when we were in high school. I was really into stimulants. Like I was like into Coke and pills and stuff I when I was younger. I was into younger. like speed when I was younger. So I wanted yeah. to be really skinny and up, up, up. Yeah. yeah. So really into the stimulants. And then one time Peter and I took mushrooms when I was like... 17 or something and I hated it. It was like the worst experience and I just like wanted to like, I wanted it to be over and I was really scared of it ever since then. And then like maybe like around 30, 31, I don't remember. I like took it a couple times over the span of like two years and not a lot, but like every time I took it, it really made me feel good. Like Afterwards, like amazing, like mellowed you out. Like, what did you and keep this mic by your mouth? I don't, yeah, sorry, no? uh, mellowed me out. Were you with people? Like, well, like the trip would be fun because, like, I feel like for me, like, it's like body high, lots of laughing and giggling, everything looks pretty, and nothing like and it's just fun yeah but i'm and i don't take and i've never taken a lot so i was just like i don't know just to me it seemed like oh this is what i wish smoking pot was like oh i can't stand pot i can't smoke pot i get i like taking a puff because i think it like is cool and looks cool and like i'm like 12 and like i think drugs are cool yeah but i hate the feeling so like i mostly 
just like down. And I don't really like being around people who are really high. Me neither. I dated a guy who was always high. He was smoking like... 20 spliffs a day. And I was just like, I always felt this. Did he have weed boobs? He didn't. No, he was so skinny. Uh. He was like so skinny. I could just push him over and like you would tip over or something. You love that. I used to. Now my boyfriend is like more like your, I like your vibe. Mm. He's like 6'4". Really skinny. Strapping. No, No. Oh yeah, totally (laughs) svelte and strapped. No, I saw pictures of him on Instagram. Oh oh my God. I'm all like grabbing. Isn't he a hunk? He's a Abraham Lincoln. He is. He's the best looking guy I've ever dated. No. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's cool. He's like, and yeah, and the calmest. That's um, nice. No, not a drug addict. He's a an director not of animation. A not a drug addict. Not a drug addict. Yeah. Heaven. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he's like, when I'm with him, it's like meditative. Mm. So it's and nice. he's fun and cool. He's fun. He's cool. He's not a liability. I can take him places. Mm. And it's like, I'm not, I don't have to worry that he's going to like be weird. Or, Has he met your parents? He has. Well, my, don't, I haven't talked to my dad. Right, right. But I'm mm, boring. Anyway, but, uh, but he, and he's not my mom, but... He wants to hang out with my mom, not, not hang out with my mom more, but he's like, you don't really like, he's met her twice and that's fine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't, cause she stresses, I love her, but she stresses me out and I just feel like mm. I know that I'll be weird or stressed out mm. or it'll result in some kind of fight. So I just go like, But Why? that's good. It's good for your partner to see you under stress. Really? I think so. They're like, it's part of getting to know you. Okay. For the next holiday thing. I met his family. He took me to London and I met his whole oh, family, okay. his grandma. It was like really great. Does he have sibs? He has one sister. Yeah. A sister. And, and older she, or younger? Uh, like two years older. Cool. And she, she has two kids. And a third on the way, and uh-huh. the kids are so cute. Oh cute. my god, the kids are so cute. She's were such they a good calling mom. you Auntie Alexi? They were not. <laughs> they were not, but they're just like so cute. And like, and my boyfriend's really good with kids, uh, and like, cool. just like traditional. And he's British. It's very cool. How'd you guys meet? Raya Tinder. Tinder. My Tinder? first and only Tinder date. Cute. And you have a boyfriend now. I have a boyfriend now. How did not? How did this happen? I mean, it's no, just, I've been how, like, how did that's it? what I think. Like, <laughs> how the hell did this happen? How long has it been? What is he all about? Um, we've been dating for a year and a half. A year oh, and it's a half. Like me. Yeah, we met on my birthday, you February eighth. Oh my god! Oh my god! I met him on March seventh. Yeah, Amazing. fantastic. <laughs> You met your a little bit later. A little bit later. You're an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. What is he? Uh, He's an Aries. Mine's a Cancer. Cool. And you're? Uh, An Aquarius. You're an Aquarius. Right, right. February 11th. Okay. Right. We're the vibe. We're the vibe. Um, (laughs) So we met. uh, At your birthday? He just showed up? Somebody brought him? Well, it's so funny. So I was at my office. Oh, wait. I need to keep an eye on the phone to see when the. I want my gift. I know. I'm very excited. All right, dead air. I will fill it. Sorry, no, Ooh. it's fine. What Ooh. happened? Nothing. Okay. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. Drama. Just he checked his phone and everything drama. went to weirdness. What everything happened? Went to weirdness. Is it no. Chloe Seventy? <gasps> what? Tell her I love her and why did she unfollow me on Instagram? What? I'm a lot. I know. I'm sorry. What? Too much. Too many girls' night in. <laughs> what thing. are you talking about? <laughs> Too many podcast promos. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. <laughs> I'm embarrassing you. I'm embarrassing me. No, stop. Um, oh God. Okay. So, but what is the drama on the phone? Secret. Oh, nothing. Top it's secret. Whatever. I'm. I'm just keeping an eye on something. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the perfume world in which you live in and, the, and how that unfolded yeah. and everything, but... Okay, boyfriend. So I have a my perfume brand. We have a little office. No, we, we want your boyfriend. Well, I'm telling you about okay, how it. we met. Okay. Um, okay, so my business partner, Aaliyah, 
Also very old, good friend, amazing person. Gorgeous. Is she single? Gorgeous, single. Makes no sense to me. She's, I, I would marry her in a flash. She's so gorgeous she's and striking. Gorgeous, striking. She said cool, she, was, she was funny. She was too shy to be on the podcast. She's shy. She doesn't want to be on the podcast. I get it. She's she's like we, we're already gone so deep. Yeah, but like, and you're okay. We're with that. really different. Like she's very like about controlling the way people present. Or the uh, controlling the way she presents herself to the, to the outside world. Uh, Twenty minutes after you leave my place, you're going to be like, "Hey, that part where I said she's controlling about how she presents herself. Can you bleep that? Can you cut that out? No, but You'll that's, leave that. Oh, but- like, it, I, I don't mean controlling in like a. She's just like that's her thing. She's very guarded. Yeah, that's a nice way to. I, I mean, I respect that because that's how that's how my boyfriend is. You it's know, it's like the opposite of people like you and me. When we need that, is your boyfriend like that? A little bit, or, or is he yeah, just, he is a little bit. You actually, need quite that. A bit. You need that. He's really different than me. It's cool. So okay, Aaliyah and Michael. My boyfriend's name is Michael. Michael Woodcock. <gasps> Michael Woodcock. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, what a right. great name. Ezra Woods and Michael Woodcock. I love that. Oh my god, my boyfriend's name is James, so we can stop referring to our boyfriends as boyfriends. Right. Keep going. Um, and also, I kind of, even though I don't like the vibe, I like. I like the idea of him as more of a partner than a boyfriend. Yeah. He's more my partner, yeah. I feel like, than my boyfriend. But so... Wait, wait. But real quick. I was but like, I don't like that word. I, you don't like the word partner. Me neither. Just I don't, because it feels like... Business. PC. It's I don't so know. Boring. To me, it just feels very like politically correct in this weird way. Yes. I was just thinking about that. About I don't like SO. Like I don't like significant other or... Oh, significant other. No. Significant other or partner. I'm like, I like boyfriend. Like I want to be like... 80 years old and be like, my boyfriend. I think that's fun. I wish there was another word for partner that was like a synonym for partner that was kind of reserved for like... My person? Your person. But then also like, it's like, he's not my person. He's his person. I don't know. I want to be owned though. That's okay. I think it's sexy. Not really. That's very like, you know... Not woke of you, but ah! like, <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> but that's but cool, cool. Like, cool being, of me to say it. Okay. Yeah, cool of you to say Worse it, and like, our... cool of you to like, you know, own it. Yeah, I'm owning being owned. Mm. I mean, but my boyfriend doesn't want to own me. Mm. He's like, I want us to be uh, equal, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your. I'm your property. I'm your property. I'm your you whore. Tell me yeah. when I'm allowed to eat. Yeah, I'm your bitch. He's like, I don't want to do that. No. I'm like, do it. The thing is, That's like, kind of sexy in the bedroom, though. Go on. It's sexy in the bedroom. Just not. Yeah. I get it. I just. I feel like it. <laughs> I don't know. Problematic. Know. Prob- totally. Prob- I am problematic. You are. Yeah. It's okay. And I know. <laughs> oh God. I'm more telling myself it's okay. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. It's just problematic. It's just still a person. It's fine. Just, I'm just a chill person? <laughs> no, still a person. I'm still a person. I'm just a problematic person. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, you. oh God. Okay, um, so. Keep this mic by your mouth. Oh, sorry. I'm really bad at the mic. It just feels like I have, like, you've, I don't know. You've only, like, what were you going to say? I don't know. It just too feels easy. like I. Is no, it it's phallic? just like, it's not about the two phallic. It's like, it's just like. It's just a lot. A lot. I feel like a loser holding a microphone. Like, you look cool doing it. You don't look like a loser, but don't you feel like an old-timey, like, 1970s, like, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I, uh, welcome to... I just got back from Palm Springs, by the way. Yeah, that looks fun. It was fun. (gasps) Okay, so... Tell me about how you met... Yeah, your partner. So, 
I was in kind of a... Boring! Just kidding. <laughs> You're in kind of a... What? what? No, I was in kind of an amazing time in my life where, like, I was just, like, full-on loving myself, loving my life, really not expecting to ever have any sort of serious relationship because I've never been in a relationship before. I know. Like, before Michael, I'd never even had sex with the same person more than, like, five or six times. Really? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? You weren't comfortable with yourself? You weren't happy? You didn't find the right person? Why? Why are you trying to blame it on me? No, I'm just I'm not. Well, you know. Um, I think it was, like, a lot of things. I think I was guarded in ways that I didn't realize. I don't think I was, like, loving myself fully. Um, I lived in Brentwood and Malibu. Like, that was problematic. There's no you call me problematic. Men around there, um, or there's some, but it's just it's not easy to date. Or um, they're married to women and they've got a side person <laughs> somewhere else, and they're all. Um, and then yeah, they timing. It was like a lot of things. So. But I was kind of like, I was going back and forth between LA and New York a lot. I was like, had a couple of people I was like kicking it with when I'd go to New York. Um, I loved my life. Everything was just like dope. And um, it was my birthday. We had just gotten this cool office. Um, Where is this office? What part of town? It's in Mid City. Oh, good. It's like, do you know the brand Eckhouse Lata? No. It's like Wait. a cool hipster brand. We're next door to them or okay. like two doors down from them. Close to me. It, close closest to you. Yeah. Uh Washington between All right. Don't give an address. I mean, no. can people walk in? Yeah. Oh, they can? Yeah, it's oh, like you- got a retail sitch. It's Washington between um like Crenshaw and Arlington in that zone. There's like cool art galleries and stuff there. Um yeah, and we're actually like turning because it, it's like a retail space, but we sort of keep it like our office, but we're kind of making it more like a store. Oh, my God. Do you, throw, do you throw events there? We do sometimes. Yeah. All right. So listen, it's your birthday. Keep going. Okay. So Get it's my birthday. goddamn boy. Sorry. I don't know. I like, love it. No, I love the meandering. We, we have time. Whenever we hang, I feel like this is how we talk. This it's is like my favorite. Details. Go no, details. I, I love one details. Tangential one. journeys. Yeah, it just goes all, all around or something. So, anyway, it's my birthday. Aaliyah was like, oh, my friend Michael is coming by to pick up a perfume that he smelled and he wanted to buy it from us and check out the new atelier. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And um, my buddy, one of my good friends, Tim Blum, like happened to be swinging through and he was like being followed by a can't, like a film crew that day. Is he and part of Blum and Poe? Blum and Poe, yeah. Okay. And like my friend Samantha Thomas, who's like one of my closest best friends. She's this amazing artist. She was like installing an art piece in our atelier and my friend Lucy Michelle stopped by and like there were all these people and there was like a cake and like a bottle of champagne and there was like this f- and we were like doing work and we had like two people working there and like so it was like this like really like kind of festive, lively environment and like sort of everything was revolving around me. And I kind of didn't really register Michael that much. Like I kind of was like, oh, like some hot guy that like Aaliyah knows, like whatever. And before he came in, I was like, oh, is he gay, your friend? And she was like, yeah, but he's like not your type. You're not going to like him. And I was like, okay. And then, and I thought he was like, 
a hot snob because he's really handsome. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of him? I haven't. Will you show me a picture right now? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, a hot snob. That sounds like a great book. <laughs> the hot, hot snob. Hot snob. But so anyway, but I was like doing my thing and like it was all good. And then like we chatted for a second and the second we chatted, like the second we like made eye contact and like connected, I was like, oh, dude, this guy's like a babe. And um, yeah, he has a really beautiful smile. He's got really beautiful eyes. He's tall. He's taller than me. He's taller than you. How tall are you? I'm six two and a half, and he's like six three and a half. Oh my god! You can, you can just like cruise his Insta if you want. Oh my god! Um, he's got like big, beautiful <gasps> blue eyes. He's got a really beautiful smile. Anyway, so I was like, whoa, this guy's like, so, he's got a very open face, like a like a inviting, like you oh. can like want to talk to him face. He's gorgeous. Yeah. And How did Aaliyah keep him? From you well, for so long. Well, they weren't really friends. They like met in New York once and exchanged info. And yeah. then they were like, oh, we both live in LA. Um, so what happened? So we, so anyway, he started following me on Insta right away, liked a couple selfies, let me know that it was on. Ah! Um, and then I kind of, and I didn't follow him, but I sort of like, noticed that he was looking at my stories. So I started like kind of excessively storying and baiting him, trying to like see if he would continue to look. And he did. And I was kind of like, this guy's going to like be my boyfriend. And right after we met, he went on a like camping trip to um, like Marfa, that. Texas. I love that you like, got closer to the mic right when you said camping trip. That was camping very- Trip. Wow, back to the ASMR. Um, mm-hmm. So right after we met, he went on a camping trip, and then, and so he was like texting me a bunch, or like not texting, but like looking at the stories, and then started to like get bolder and reply to the stories, and then, um, basically, like I posted something about I was living in Malibu at the time, and I posted something from my house in Malibu, and he was like, "Oh, I want to come over," oh and God. so we made a date. For right, like, when he got back from his camping trip. How long has he gone for? Like, two weeks. Oh, God. And then um, he came over at, like, 11. In the morning? In the morning. Okay. We went on a garden tour, because, you know, like, my place in Malibu has this dope garden. And you have to get in a golf cart. In a golf cart. To tour. This is (laughs) incredible. I know it's incredible. This is just, like, yeah. (laughs) We can be podcasting from there. Keep going. Uh, We could sometime. Okay. Uh, And then, like... And then we went to the Malibu Farmer's Market and, like, shopped for produce and whatever. And we ran into a couple friend of mine, um, gay couple friend of mine who lived in Malibu. Uh, I invited them over for dinner. We um, went on a beach walk. We took a long drive. We got a taco. We, like, just, like, had a fun hang in Malibu. And then, like two couples that I was friends with, my friend Samantha and her then girlfriend. And then this, uh, these two guys came over and, uh, we cooked dinner. We had a dinner party. Oh my God. Then we like went, all went swimming. Then we like, then everyone left and Michael and I watched call me by your name. And then, Oh my God, <laughs> what a great first date. It was like incredible. And then we made out Yeah. and then like he spent the night <gasps> 
And then basically just from that date on, we've been together every almost every day and like boyfriends. Do you live together? Yeah. So I live with him. We are, we live, he lives with me. We live together. You live together. How soon did you start living together? So right around the time that we met, he was moving. We were like together for like a month and a half or two months. And like he had to move and he was kind of like, I need to move, but it's weird because the way this is going, like, if I had to move like two months later, we would probably get a place together. Yeah. Um, but so uh, we've kind of been living together since we start, we, we got together. Yeah. We would go back and forth between my place in Malibu and, and uh, where he was living on the east side. And then he, um, his lease was up at the building that he was in in Echo Park. And the lease of the person that has the apartment above him and the apartment below him, like the guy had two apartments. Yeah. This is a three in a building. Um, his lease was up and Michael was like, oh, well, should we get Ahmed's place? And we're like, okay, let's do that. So we are in the same building that he was living in. Yeah. But like we're living in it together, and but now it's we're bigger, just in bigger, nicer, in a bigger space mm-hmm. in the same building. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! What have you learned? What have I learned? It's being in a relationship, because again, like so, you did the mushrooms, well, the relationship. Like, what do you learn about yourself? One thing is that I like always thought of myself as like unrelationshipable. Why? Like I don't know. I'm like really messy and kind of like I always thought of myself as like crazy and like hard to be around all the time and annoying and I just like thought that I was like someone who if people spent a lot of time around me and were around me like 24-7 wouldn't want to be with me I think I I know what you mean do you know what I mean like it's kind of like something between that like secret single behavior you and like letting someone see all the kind of like under stuff but then he just like loves me and all that stuff that like you were afraid maybe was like not the most like attractive in me like also like I feel like it just naturally I'm like not as like messy around the house and like as like kind of like intensely um obsessed about things and like neurotic and like, you know, like a lot less cyclical thinking because like, I don't know, like, I don't know why I don't even know. Like my whole vibe is that I'm trying not to like, I'm trying to understand the changes that I go through, through feeling them instead of like, thinking about them so much and like get out of my head like that's like my biggest thing I've like spent my whole life stuck in my head and like not experiencing and like between the things that I was going through and the way I was changing before I got in this relationship and how the relationship has kind of encouraged that like I've just like a lot more in my feeling space and rather than in my thinking space about 
the way I experience things. Oh my God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Wait, so even when you were saying the thing about the messy and the cyclical thinking, you're saying it's less, it's not as intense anymore. Yeah, no. So these are just, you're just being mean, kind of judging yourself too harsh, or maybe you were like that more. And then with him, you just mellowed or it's just, yeah, I don't know. You're out of your head more. I'm out of my head about even trying to understand the changes. It's like, I've naturally kind of like moved into like a lot more of like a, healthier and more accountable and like adult way of being about things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. Isn't it interesting how like it takes a relationship sometimes because to do that, oh, you're blowing up. Your phone's blowing up. I'm just waiting to try to see if we can get this thing. Uh, So. I'll continue and. Yeah, no, I'm just waiting for this thing to get get it for you. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's a little. We can do a lot on our own, but it's interesting when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. When you're, I say this all the time in in episodes, like when you see yourself mirrored in someone else's Mm -hmm. eyes, or you're you're forced to kind of you're you're forced to be explain like your behavior, or why Mm -hmm. you said the thing you said, or why you do what you do, or or kind of like coexist with someone. Yeah. You know, or also like I feel like very accepted by him, and oh. I think that that I never, even though I had so many good friends, I never felt, I never got that like acceptance feeling before him. Yeah. Um, and that alone was just very transforming for me. But I also have to say that like I think that the way that like I take like I think I'm responsible for it. I think I created the opportunity to have the relationship and I wouldn't it's not like I don't like putting all of that outside of yourself. I like taking yeah. ownership of all of the things that good and bad that like kind of the fact out external factors that like help change us or move us in one way or another. How did you get to that too? That was that. Did you read a book? Did you did you just the mushrooms? A book? Time? Age? Like? Mm, did you start? Well, a couple things. My mom and dad are very love them. They're amazing. In many ways, really great parents. In many ways, kind of not great parents. Oh, oh, no, I can't answer that. All right. Um, you're like more on top of my phone game than I. Well, am. because I'm addicted to screens. I don't know. You're like, sure. where's the screen in this room? I need I, my eyes. I on. know. Okay, um, so you're wonderful parents, but well, they're they're on like their own path, and they have a very like strong, specific, like spiritual path that they're very, very committed to. It's their highest priority, which. I respect in many ways. It's a little weird because I think it kind of got in the way of them being present parents for me in some ways. What's, but that's, their, what's their path? They're in this like thing. I don't know. You don't have to talk about it. You don't, don't want to talk, talk about, about it. You don't. Okay, keep going. I, mean, I, <laughs> I love that you said it's that. Like, it's a little like I have complicated feelings about it, but ultimately it's like they've got their own thing going. It's a big deal for them. God bless them, and I really respect that. Um, but there was like a lot of like feedback and like really intense feedbacking in my house. Like, you and a lot of like 
being kind of inundated with critique and oh. feedback, um, which was really intense for me, I think. Yeah. Um, but I kind of have tried to turn that into a positive for myself. And then I did some work with this dude who is really amazing, this like life coach, communication consultant guy, Breck Costin. He's really amazing. I did a workshop with him. It was not cheap, but it was really cool. And How many um, years ago was that? And what brought you there? How did you find him? My good friends uh, were working with him on stuff. Um and it really helped them, a couple friend of mine. And so I did a workshop with him. It was really small and intensive. It was three other people, two other people. It was three people in and LA? him in L.A. for three days all day, like eight-hour, nine-hour days. Um, and one of the things that we, like, were kind of, one of the my big takeaways was, like, that, the way that we see ourselves, we see ourselves as having all these problems, but like those problems, those things that you try to deny in yourself or suppress, like where those things come from, your damages, your baggage, all of that stuff like is just part of you and you got to love that in yourself and make that work for you. And that, I don't know, that was just like really awesome for me. And then I found someone who like loves and accepts me. Yeah. Who, when I thought I was like an unlovable, unacceptable person. Oh my God. Does that make sense? Yeah. You were complete. Your whole, I can feel all of the change. Oh. But just more, it's like, no, no, but you're still the same, but you're just like, it's more like you're just more grounded in yourself. It's like a more like, you're just in your body and in your, you just feel so solid and relaxed and like, in in who you are. It's just like a beautiful thing. And it's funny because a lot of people. They're saying that? Well, I think people. It's weird to me because I think people used to think I was a mean person. I would get to, I'm so sensitive. So I would be like, I, I have this great love for you. But then I thought, oh my God, if he says something that's me, like I'll, I'll, I'll crumble or something, uh, or I might be defensive. It's so weird to me because I never thought of myself as mean. And I always, I never was thought of myself as coming from a mean place. I always thought of myself as like a, oh, Perfumes here, everybody. Arrival. Oh, no. Arrival at 11.35. Exciting. I have no idea what time it is now, but it's whatever. 11.17. Perfect. But yeah, I, and I didn't think you were mean. I just thought I'm so sensitive and weak, or like I'd have to be really strong to be with you because you're you're just so funny and sharp. But then if you said so, I don't know. But then I'm the same way also because, mm. or I used to be more like that. And I never, I've, I always think of myself as a victim because I'm like so sensitive. I want people to love me. I just want people to love me. Mm. Just be nice to me. But then I, I would say things and I think I would have that effect on people where they thought I was like mean, but maybe or like, like a weird, intense or, intense like a or mean or sarcastic yeah. or like say a thing say yeah, too much for yeah. people. And, but I, I was just trying to like win them over, impress them, or I was being protective of myself mm-hmm. or I was being vigilant mm-hmm. because... I always thought I was the one that was a victim yeah, or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Also, you were saying something like that, like I always needed validation, but it's weird because I wasn't looking, I was really self-deprecating. I was really, the thing is, I think that I was so mean to myself that people thought I was just mean to other people, but I wasn't that mean 
outwardly as mean as I was to myself. And I, I would totally say really it. mean things about myself all the time yeah. and feel and think really mean things about same, myself. Same, same exact thing for me. I get it. Yeah. And I don't do, I mean, I still do that a little bit. It's kind of like a really hard habit to break when you're used to like being like, I'm an ugly monster. But I say the exact same. And I said to myself, I go, I have to stop. One of my most sarcastic like friends was like, you have to watch what you say about yourself. And I'm always saying like, you know, I'm a monster and I'm this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got to stop saying that. Yeah, I'm mean to myself. I I'm the mean. I, I I'm the meanest meaner to myself than anybody else could ever be. Like, yeah, I'll try to yeah. beat everybody to the punch. You know. Anyway, uh, totally beat them to the punch of being. Yeah, mean don't to don't you. think that reject, you're thinking something. Reject yourself before you can be rejected. Completely. By someone else. Yeah. Oh, that's how I would be in relationships too, where I'd be like, oh, I'm sure you want to leave. Like you want to leave. Don't worry. And like yeah. I remember being my new my relationship when it was new, and he'd be like, Why do you say these things? Like, who are you talking to? Yeah. He's like, that's not me. Like, why would you say I want you to leave? Like, I don't want you to leave. Like, and I'm like, really? And I met him on Tinder, so you quick aside, but I, I met him on Tinder and I went and I went, Oh, so you're like the Tinder master. And he goes, Well, if I was a master at it, I would have I wouldn't have been on it anymore. I would have had a girlfriend. And I went, Oh, what? Because I thought he wants a girlfriend. Like he mm. wants love. He wants a relationship. He wants to find something. Like, Do you guys say I love you? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. When did you start saying I love you? Oh, it took. It, this blew my mind. It took a long time. Really? And, did he say it first? Uh, I don't. It was like a really weird situation because I think he thinks he said it earlier, <laughs> but I think he's so sensitive. I was so erratic. He didn't feel safe to. Right. Like he asked me to be his girlfriend like a little under three months. We went to two bunch palms. It was really lovely. Oh, nice. But I was so like, when's it going to happen? Like if, you know, listen that. I think I said, I love you by accident during sex when we're really drunk one time, like uh. under two, like I, I could have said it, you know, the first time I met him, I knew I was in love with him. Like, I know we felt the same way. I don't know. It, I think it was eight months. He's like, it was not eight months. It was way before eight months. Huh. He said he was, I was falling in love with you, you know, I'm sure he was falling in love with you, like, in the beginning of meeting you. Like, first couple dates, I'm sure he was like, whoa, Ketchin feels. Oh, it's true. And then he was... I'm sure. That's how everyone is. And he's like, I loved you at, you know, at this point. And that's when I felt like I feel like... So we both fell in love the exact... Or, like, said... But we didn't say it. What was the moment? It's too... Crazy. I don't know. Really? It not, no, it's like not like it was an amazing is thing. It with the too fireworks. revealing or something? It's too revealing. That I have to own respect him and everything because it's just. Uh, uh. I'm not even exactly sure. And then he, he he thinks he said it on like Malibu Pier or something. I don't oh, know. But Malibu's like, really coming to love up I, a lot. I really is. Uh, I don't know. When did you two say I love you first? Really early, like within a couple, within a week. Within a week. Yeah, I felt it in this weird way. And I, it's really weird. Like when we would like have sex, I would like kind of like whisper it to myself, but then like, I was like, I'm not going to say it first. And I kind of like almost like tricked him into saying it. No way. How? I forget. We were just like kind of like laying in bed and being cute. And I sort of like guided him to say it. And then he said it. And then I was like, okay, I love you too. Oh, God. How do you guide someone into saying I love you? Is this too detail oriented? How do you, how do you guide someone into saying I love you? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could guide someone to like. Do anything. No, but I mean, if maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. 
he wouldn't have said it if he didn't mean it. Like we both meant it. Like we both felt this vibe. Like, yeah, you can feel it. You really can feel you it. Can feel it in a way that you almost like, it wasn't even that I like wanted to say it. I didn't want to say it. How do I say this? I didn't want him to say it because I like didn't know it was true or something. I wanted him to say it so that I could say it because I just wanted to say it. I was bursting to say yeah. it. Yeah. I was I, I would like mouth it to myself. Aww, I would just so be like sweet. during se- like I yeah, just like mouthing. mouth it. And that's what like, I did. Yeah, because I was just like, I can't keep it in any longer. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's such a funny thing. I really love him. He's amazing. He's so cool. Well, and also I think I feel like a big part of like you coming into yourself even more is uh do you have a mosquito bite on your foot? Like so many mosquito bites. You know what? I think I do too. And I went to after Palm Springs. I did that tramway thing. Mm. Have you done that thing? No, I've I, never been to Palm Springs. You've never been no, to Palm Springs. What? <laughs> it's very cool. Oh, oh, he can't. But we to don't it. do it that much. Like go to Palm Springs. Michael and I like went for the day one day. We've we never like spent a weekend out there. Have you been to two bunch palms? I don't think so. Oh my god, it's magical. Anyway. Mosquito bites. Mosquito bites. I think I got them when oh, whatever I did this uh, tramway thing. It takes them to the mountains. Whatever. Who uh, cares? Anyway, there's like a lake. Uh, whatever. It's beautiful. I thought it was going to be a cesspool and disgusting and boring. Some Palm Springs. Anyway, and for a surprise for James for his birthday, I think your phone buzzed again. Um, I'm fine. Hopefully he's not listening to this episode, but I as a surprise. <gasps> does he listen to? He he does lodge? he does, but then he knows like it's so like intense. It's like he lives it. Does he really need this? Are you performing when you're on the podcast or is it, do you feel like you're a hundred percent you? I'm a, I'm definitely have to perform a little bit yeah, because I got to perform a little, bit. a little bit to keep it going Am and to I be performing? like, no, I actually feel like we're so relaxed. Is it too relaxed? No, no. Should I tell a fart joke? No. <laughs> oh my God. You, a long time ago, you said to me, I, I was with you and my stomach growled and you went, what is that? Internal flatulence. <laughs> and I was like, I've never forgotten that. I think I was like 19 years old. And, uh, you know, because we met through Nelly, right? Well, through Nelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect response. Anyway, I never really talked to her. Anyway. Um, anyway. Oh, he's drinking and he's keeping the microphone from him. Um, like a pro, like a fucking podcast pro. That's what James does all the time now as a joke. And now I do it just because I'm so used to hearing it. Does he go, oh, that's fresh. No. That's from Bridesmaids. Oh, it is? Who says that in Bridesmaids? Maybe we are too uh, relaxed on this episode. Annie says it on Bridesmaids when she takes a sip of the lemonade when she's in her car at the engagement party. Aaliyah and I have watched Bridesmaids. My business partner, Aaliyah, and I have watched Bridesmaids Probably 25 times. I love it. I know like every word in you the movie. You do? <laughs> yeah. And we like say random things from bridesmaids, like little minutia details yeah. all the time I <laughs> to love each it. other. I oh, and to... also to other people like they know what we're talking about. Yeah. How funny that that's the movie. It's. I mean, it's the movie. It's the best movie of all time. You think it is? I do love that it's movie. Per- I, I can't think of one thing that's not done perfectly in the I movie. love how it starts out where she gets up and does her makeup all perfect and crawls back into bed. That's all I wanted to prove that I've seen it. Anyway, um, what was I going to tell you? Something. No, I'm not performing. Oh, yeah, but for a surprise for James, I got him uh, two nights. I got us two nights at the Ingleside Inn, which is like this lovely, like, old-timey, used to, it looks like some kind of Humphrey Bogart, like, Hollywood 
house has been turned into a hotel. Very high brown. Where? It's in Palm Springs. Oh. So we're going to go there for two nights. You guys are really... Are you guys going to move to Palm Springs? I think we're moving to Palm Springs. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's here. Is it here? No, it's not here yet. We have 10 minutes, but Michael just texted me. So wait, can I tell you what we're obsessed with? Yes. So when you... Okay. Love myself 100%, but like... One thing that happened to us in our relationship was that we both gained a lot of weight and you got did? like fat. You did. You're not fat. I mean, you're a yeah, hulking that, brute. Uh, but like, neither of like none of our clothes fit us. Really? We're both kind of like, what's going on? Ah! So, <laughs> so we both joined this like fancy club gym, LA Athletic Club. Oh, downtown? Downtown, because we live in Echo Park. It's really close. Oh, it's like kind of scary and spooky with all these paintings everywhere. And there's a pool, right? Is there a pool upstairs? Yeah, there's an amazing pool. There's like that this kind of like oldie timey club vibe. But then there's like kind of some cool hip things around. And then their their gym club area is amazing. Yeah. It's like multiple floors, the huge, amazing locker room. So we also like went for it and we got lockers. Like these like executive lockers that are right by each other that we have. Like we have our own locker and then laundry service. So like I'm trying to make it. I hate working out. I like I there is nothing I hate more than going to the gym. But this gym is cool because it's like not all like hot people that like look like catalog models and soap opera actors. It's like there's some hot people there, but there's a lot of just normal people and it's cool. And, um, and so that takes a lot of the edge off and it's so close. And now that I like have a locker and I can keep like my gym clothes in my locker and all my products and like have a little like Ezra world. Yeah. I don't need to tote around a gym bag and like go through the like rigmarole of like getting all my stuff together Ugh. and then like oh. forgetting my headphones all this like I'm like so it's stressful it's not I'm not good at those sorts of things like for me packing up a bag to like go to the beach for the day is the same as packing to go to New York it's yeah. like a process yes it's cool I mean I can do it if I have like an hour, but like I can't like take an hour to pack a gym bag, and I haven't mastered the like making it easy, and I don't like toting things back and forth. So now I feel like I just need to show up. I can wear my outfit, show up, put my gym clothes on there, get myself because they also have we signed up for laundry service. That's so they fantastic. wash your gym clothes and put them back in your locker. Is this for like you. a gazillion dollars? It's not nothing. It's not nothing. But it's, it's not a gazillion dollars. Got it. And got like it. if it makes me go to the gym four times a week. Perfect. Or three to five times a week like yeah. and do some cards and get my sweat on like that's it's worth it. What'd you say? Do some what? Carge. Cardio. <laughs> I was like, cards? What's that? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know about my lingo, right? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you do when you're there? Right now, just because I'm getting back in the Keep swing. Keep this mic by your Yeah, mouth. right, right, right now, just because I'm getting back in the swing, um, I'm doing uh, treadmill. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, this is great. Wait, what does Michael do? He's like an athlete. 
He's in, no, I mean like, what does he do for a living? Oh, what's he do for a living? What's, what's oh, I thought you meant what, what he, what he yeah. does at the gym. Cause like you at the gym, he does like him. weights, he does swims, he does cardio, he does like everything. You like, love him so much. Oh, what a wonderful thing. Your heart well, is open. It's cool. I mean, it's funny cause I've always like every dude I've ever been like been with is always like athletic and I don't know why when I'm like not and, and I've never been an athlete and like. I'm just like, I guess there's something about like a athletic guy that like is into like a curvy man. I don't know. I love it. A curvy man. A curvy man. Um, Are you a bear? According to that lingo? Is that dumb? Like, Do I guess to- so, but I'm not into that lingo. I didn't think you would be because you're like an old soul. You're like better than that. Than some weird pop I'm culture just bullshit. I'm like not into like. Defining you by yeah, yeah, I'm not into being read that that way. I don't want to read you that way. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I mean, I think it's cool. it's a it's a shorthand to like take someone's uniqueness away from them, and I do it outwardly sometimes. Maybe you should, but say I don't that. like it to be done to me. So I try. I'm trying to. I'm just. I've never really been into that. I'm not into that like whole vibe. Yeah, and I I don't like it. You're just Ezra. Like, I'm just me. You're Ezra. I'm me. So. As you were, one big cathartic transitional point in your mm. life, I feel, is mm. when you began your company. How did yeah, that even Yeah, that's so come- interesting to call it cathartic, but yeah. it, in a way it really was. No, when, like how did the idea come to be and how long ago, just tell me the story of the creation, right. the onset of I mean, regime. like everything, it's more than just one thing, but, and like one moment, but I was always really into perfume. Remember that? Like from when we first met, right? Yeah. Um, oh, we, and you were mixing we, things. Yeah, I was mixing things. So yeah. can you give a backstory of how long we've known each other? Oh my God. I mean, I'm 38 years old and I met you when I was like 19. Yeah, I met you when I was like 17. So it's almost, no. almost like 20 years. No. Wait, I no. I think you were a little... Maybe I must have been 20 or 21. I'm 30. Yeah, so I'm 35 yeah. and I met you when I was 18 because I had just graduated high school. Oh my, where did I meet you? I think we Just met Nelly. at Le Deux Cafe. Le Deux Cafe. With like Nelly and Mark Hadawi. Oh my God, Mark Hadawi. I went on a date with him one time. Mm-hmm. Next subject. Okay. <laughs> he was nice. He was lovely. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Was Brooke there or Brooke was just friends with Nelly? I mean, they were all a part of the cosmology of like the, Nelly's world. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Brooke was there because I never really kicked it with Brooke. You didn't. Myself. No. You were friends with Nelly. I like her. Yeah. But we never like. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't have her number. So you know, I never did. How did you meet Nelly? I mean, this was so long ago. So I ago. met Nelly when I was in high school. What? Yeah, because, you know, I was, like, clubbing in high school and mm, going out. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Born and, and raised um, in, 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 LA, in L.A. Santa Monica. Crossroads kid. Crossroads kid. Um, so I met her when I was, at a like, out in clubs, and she was a part of this, like, scene that I was kind of hanging out with. Like that Maroon 5, before they were called Maroon 5. Cars, Flowers. Cars, Flowers. Oh Phantom God. Planet. Oh, my God. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Like that little world. Yeah. Um, And there were like some like main players that were in the scene and I was going out all the time and that was like a crew that was going out to the same clubs. And I was going out there too. And you were going out there. So we met. There. Oh, so I met Nelly when I was in high school and then like complicated but I like 
and wanted a job and like I got someone hooked me up with her to assist her on she was a stylist at the time yeah and was doing mostly like music videos and commercials and I assisted her on a job and then she really liked me and we had a cool vibe and I was working for her yeah and um I don't know what and then we just became friends because I was working for her all the time yeah and then you were really good friends do you think like at that I mean in retrospect I don't know I love her I mean but what I think of as a really good friend now is not what I thought of as a really good friend that we hung out together all the time and had a lot of fun together yeah totally and we got deep at points yeah for sure um sh- so yeah, we hung out all the time together back then. And um, yeah, that's when we met you. So I was like 18 and just out of high school. And I think you were like... 21. Because I'm 35 now. Yeah. So, so you were like 21. 21. Yeah. Maybe about to be 22. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So we've known each other forever. That's insane. So almost... Does that mean it's almost 20 years? No, it's like... Thir- no, like 15 years. Wait, 21? I don't know how to do 17 that. years. Wow. That's 17 years. Okay, so you're now you're going through like what were you doing? And then at one point you worked at opening ceremony. Right. So I, I was working for Nelly as a stylist, but that wasn't like really my p- career path. Um and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I worked at opening ceremony for a while. My family is also real estate developers and has like properties around Los Angeles. And I was working with my family business for a while. What did you do with them? Like I was learning our business and helping manage properties. I was working. I was like kind of an office assistant, but I was doing some cool stuff. Oh, somebody shit. just called you. Oh, okay. One second. <laughs> Let me go get it. Okay, but put it on the mic. <laughs> put it on the mic. Uh, yeah, he's downstairs. He's downstairs. Okay, I'll be right there. Thank you. Power player. Um, hold this. Okay. Okay. I'm holding both mics now. Oh my God. This is so exciting. Thank you for doing this. All right. He never comes back. Ezra. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. You've known each other for a long time. And uh, yeah, I'm going to fill this air, fill this space. We're going to take you on a journey. You're going to find out. Oh, I'll check my phone. How exciting. I can check my phone. Uh oh, my boyfriend texted me. What did he say? I can't believe this. This is huge. This is not something I'm taking lightly. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not a face oil being sent to you for free in the mail. Oh, God, this is huge. This is so much better. Shell's personal space. Wait a minute, and tell me about the smell. What are the, what are the, uh, the notes? What are, I'm so into perfume. My, ex, my ex-boyfriend oh, yeah. got me very wow. into fragrances. That's right. And then I fell in love with scent bar, and then I've taken like a perfume-making oh, class, cool. but I'm not good at it. It's like... I'm not. Don't you worry. And I love it. Ezra, you would tell me, I'd wear a thing. I'd be like, oh, I really like this thing. And you'd be like, isn't that a bit pedestrian? And I'd be like, it is pedestrian. Oh, no. But I just thought it was so funny. 
Um, yeah, see, that was like the my, old you. Well, also like that's funny. A lot of the time when I would say stuff like that, I didn't. I more would say it. Because it sounds ridiculous and it's funny. Yes, that, I know. I get it. No, no, that that's funny. Like I wouldn't ever. You're not like. I don't think you're pedestrian. I never did. But but yeah, no. But your sense of humor. You've, there's so many notable quotables from you. Where I remember like <laughs> writing something. And I was like, I was like, oh, he said this thing. I've got to write this down immediately. Yeah, we should hang out more just so I can steal. Yeah. Steal lines from you. I'm just sorry. I'm oh my amused. god. You are amused. Amused. It's true. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Opening this up. Oh, hold on. Wait, you hold this mic really okay. quick. So I don't want to mess up. <sighs> box. Thank you. Oh my God, you're a podcast Your pro. Your mic is so warm. It's, you know, I'm gripping it. <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. I know. Oh I'm God. not obsessed with how that opens. Oh. No, I like how it opens. Okay. I'm just like... Just mess it up. It's just oh, a box. No, it's important though. It's important. It will it'll give me identity when people come over to my house. <gasps> oh my God. I love the packaging, by the way. Oh Thank my you. God. You haven't seen her? How is it green on the bottom? Is this the bottle? Yeah. It's the bottle is green on the bottom. Or, n- no. What? Like I neon? Mean, it's, it's, it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> no. Okay. Hold on. All right. Here, so like the that. perfume is called Shells. Keep keep talking. It's um, a part of like this range of perfumes that we made called Personal Space that you can use for body or environment. Really? Yeah. Don't stop talking. And... Um, I really love shells. A man I know wears it, and I think it's so cool. Like, it smells so good on him. I kind of go through phases of falling in love with my different fragrances in my line all the time. And shells is right now my favorite. But you can also just use it as a room spray if you don't want to wear it. No, I love it. It's light. It's crisp. I don't know. Do I detect any? Is there any citrus in it or no? Yeah, it's like kind of fruity, citrus, sandalwood. Clean. It's, to me, it smells like you're like on a vacation. Okay, so this is the greatest. To me, it smells like you're on a vacation in a hotel in Hawaii and like having breakfast in bed, and it's like tropical fruit. This is ideal. I can't believe it. I'm so lucky. I'm not kidding. Like I'm not. Perform- I mean, I'm on a podcast. There has to be some level of performance, but these are all truths. Um, oh my Do God. you really like it? I love it. Like this is like shocking to me. Because- but you're shaking your head no. As you're saying it. No, I was. Oh, my God. I was like, did I? I don't even have an awareness of myself anymore. I used to be the most self-aware person in my life. No, it smells so nice. No, I'm going to wear this all the time. This is fantastic. Because what's the other scent that I have of yours? Waterwood. Waterwood. So Waterwood is, what is that, Palo Santo kind of feel? No, licorice? What is it? No, it Waterwood is... Um, of course I'm wrong. Sandalwood, Palo Santo. You were very right about that. Good. Um, sandalwood, Palo Santo, cedar... Uh, rosewood. It's a lot of wood. It's a lot of wood. It's very sexy, but it's very like not intense, but it's sexy and specific. And this thick, is and it's very musky. I love it. Yeah, that's a yeah. really sexy. Feels like oh yeah, it's called what? Waterwood. Waterwood. So this this one will be my summer spring my spring summer uh, day to night. Yeah. Oh my God! Thank you so much. I'm thinking. Allie from my office who sent it over because I was supposed you, to Allie. pick it up on the way oh and I didn't. God. Thank you so much for I'm this. Really sorry. Yeah. I can't believe it. This is a, that's a million dollar bottle of perfume. Oh, right it's not here. a million dollars. It's exciting. It's, it retails for one twenty five. Okay, I feel yeah. I feel less guilty. Okay, yeah. I feel very proud. I feel on the boxes. Okay, we got we got to get to the story of how all this okay. came to be, and that'll be like you know, and then we'll end where you're at now. Yeah. Okay, so um, so you're you're living your life. You're I'm fr- living my life. You're just trying on development, a bunch of different thing like family things. stuff. Yeah. 
and that like, was working for with you. my family, working at opening ceremony, just kind of like floating. Like my the things I cared about when I was young were yeah. like nothing. Being able to like afford to like go out to eat and like having cool clothes. Yeah. It's all I really cared about. And smoking and, like, and partying. Smoking and partying and making sure that like I was where cool people were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a dream. And this was in your, this is your late I mean, teens, honestly, 20s. I feel like that's kind of the way I am now, except that like I don't smoke and drink and I don't. You don't go. drink? No, I mean, I drink like I drink very like. Sporadically? Not sporadically. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes I'll drink and I'll have like 10 alcohols in a night. Yeah. Like, I'll have, like, ten, like, six martinis and, like, two glasses of wine. Yeah. But that's, like, literally, like, three times a year. Most of the that's time, fun. my average is, like, three alcoholic beverages a week. Okay. Like, a lot of... My, Michael's white, and I'm Jewish, so I don't fully consider, like, Sephardic Jewish, like, white. I mean, I, I do in that, like, I benefit from white privilege, but I don't in that, like, it's, like, a different yeah. thing. Yeah. And, like... We're just not that into like booze in that way. So like Michael and like his family and his culture, like they'll like have like a drink after work every day or like whatever. I never do that. I never feel the inclination to do it all. And like very often, like if he's having a drink, I'll pour myself one and have like a sip of it yeah. and like leave it. And he's but like, you didn't even have that. And I was like, oh, I sipped on it. Oh, wait, so he'll have one every day after like work He doesn't actually drink that much anymore because I don't. I love that. But I also like that idea of like, some, I'll have like a, rose, a glass of rosé in the bathtub sometimes. That sounds like, heaven. Like, I know, like a bubble bath and yeah. rosé or Epsom salt bath. Wait, what does he do for a living though, you said? Oh, I never said what he does for a living. None of my he's business. He's an interior designer. He is? Yes. Oh my God, what a dream team. He's a dream team. You guys, he, you two together. He's a dream team. He's and, a dream. <laughs> and he has a wallpaper company. He does? Yeah. What's he, it called? He has a business partner. She's amazing. Her name's Lara. Uh, they have an interior design firm and a wallpaper company. It's called Work and See. Work and See. It's really cool. Um, S-E-A? S-E-A. Got it. Um, yeah. He's great. I mean, he's really super smart and creative and God. cool. I, and then we have a little thing together. What's your too. little thing together? We have a flower business together. Now tell me about that. And then we're going to regime. It's called Pretend Plants and Flowers. How does this work? What happens with that? Um, Unpack that. We, my whole family was in the flower business. My grandfather was a florist. My two great grandfathers on my mom's side were florists. My parents had a flower shop. I have all these aunts and uncles. Rita. Rita Mo, Flora? Rita Flora. Wait, Mo? Mo's Flowers. Mo's Flowers is your family? That's my uncle. That's Rita's brother, my mom's brother. Wait a minute. So Mo's Flowers and then Rita Flora, separate, like aunt and uncle, separate businesses? That's kind of insane. That's and funny. Then, like, all of these like cousins and stuff have flower shops like all over really? the LA area. Wait, yeah. Oh my god. It's like a flower dynasty. Anyway, so I like grew up around the flowers for like for my whole life. Are those and flowers at Erwan that are like a thousand dollars? What are those that? flowers? Is this well, Rita Flora? It used to be Rita Flora, what but happened? then it stopped being Rita Flora. I don't know. We now should ask Erewhon. Now it's Moe's? It was a really nice... No, it's not Moe's either. Just it's some like some random? other thing. But it was like really cool for Rita Flora when they had it. Yeah. And then they got someone else. I'm kind of like bummed. Is Rita Flora still around? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Did my dad date Rita? I think your dad and Is Rita lying. had like a vibe. They had a vibe? I think they had a vibe. I should get the tea on from Rita. Please. It's only been a million years. Yeah. More on that later because okay. I want to know what the tea is with you and that whole thing too. What do you mean? With you and your dad. Oh, boring. Who cares? Boring. He's just, yeah, he's just angry. Whatever, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so... Um, you have a side business with so your I, love. Well, I have like I feel like all my I have a bunch of things. I also uh, advise do art advising, art consulting. I help people buy art. Oh my god! I really love doing that. I'm like really into art. So, but all of that, like none of it would have happened if like I didn't sort of find myself through my business, Régime de Fleur, My like first thing where I was really. It was kind of like you said, a catharsis. I like became myself through this business. Yes. um, I'd always loved perfume. I never really knew that there was like a way that I could have a career in perfume. And um, what happened? I'm saying Aaliyah and I. No, yeah. (laughs) Aaliyah and I, our friendship was like, we were friends for a long time and we always like gabbed about perfume and like, it was a big part of what connected us was that we were like these two people who like were cool and like out in the world doing things and like had all these cool friends, but we were like perfume nerds who would like read about perfume on the internet all it's the time. It's a real thing. It's a full thing. Like, How'd you meet her really quick, quick aside? And then Aaliyah and I met through a woman named Melissa Coker in like 2006. Oh, wow. Okay. Just in LA? In LA. Okay. Like, yeah. Dinner party? No, 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 Melissa had me over. Melissa was Nellie's best friend oh, growing up. Really? And then Melissa moved to LA, and Melissa and I were became friends through Nellie. And then Melissa was like, "Oh, you got to meet my friend Aaliyah. Like, come over." And I think we, were, me and Aaliyah, were already MySpace friends. But even though we weren't friends, MySpace, and- yeah. Maybe even Friendster. I'm just. I was never on Friendster. MySpace oh, was my first thing. I was on like Makeout Club. Yeah, that was the thing. I wasn't on that. Yeah. Was that the thing that Gibby Miller started? I don't... Oh, that sounds familiar. He has like tattoos on his neck. I'm obsessed with him. He's so cool looking. Yes. And then the guy from this band Delta 72, Greg Mm -hmm. Foreman was on there. Do you know who that guy Mm -hmm. is? Oh, he was so sexy to me. He was like, wore like skinny jeans, looked like Mick Jagger. Anyway. Okay. So Like cool skinny jean mod haircut guys from like LA from like The mid 90s. Yeah. Mid 90s, early aughts. Yeah. Yeah. I was into that. Chris Hathwell. Chris Hathwell. Jimmy Hay. Jimmy Hay. My fr- <laughs> I lost my virginity to him. Oh, right. I always my, forget my that. My first boyfriend, yeah. Chris Hathwell works at Amoeba. He does? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you like to say <laughs> I love him. He's there at Amoeba. Moving units, Chris Hathwell? Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I made out with him a long time ago, too. He was so cool. Very cool. Anyway, get back to your story. Okay, so, so you become friends with Aaliyah through uh, Melissa, mm-hmm. and then the first time Aaliyah and I met, we talked about perfume. We talked about our favorite perfumes, tuberose perfumes. Like that was the first time we met in 2006, yeah. and perfume was always a big part of our whole vibe with each other. And Aaliyah was like, and fast forward to 2014, 13, where. We kind of had been like in and out of each other's lives doing things. I, in that time, um, before we started Regime, I became a stylist for celebrities for the red carpet. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, who so did I, you style? Uh, Chloe Sevigny for a while. You did? Yeah. M- 
Michelle Williams, the actress, American actress Michelle Williams. Um, <laughs> briefly, Bryce Howard, um, Jenna Malone, what? Marissa Tomei. I did like a random, I worked briefly with Ariana Grande. Like I did like two or three months with, less, like a month and a half with her. When? But that was before she was like really famous. When the hell did, was she like two years old in the she womb? She was like a teenager. She was like 16, I think. Oh my God. Okay. Um, who else? How did that happen? Like you were at opening ceremony ne- and then that happened after? I was working at opening ceremony. I left. What a life. Chloe and I were friends. She knew I had like, done assisting um for stylists and stuff and she asked me to like pull some like accessories for a look that she was putting together for premiere and it was cool and then she liked working with me and then I helped with styling for a while with her and she like because and then because I was styling her and she's like a fashion icon she is a fashion icon she's a full she's an actual fashion icon yeah um People were like, oh, well, you must be good. And, like, I really didn't know what I was doing. And, like, I mean, I think I have a really good taste. But, like, oh, sorry. I think I have really good taste. But I don't know, like, how to be a stylist, really. Like, even now, after having done it, I'm kind of like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what you should wear. Like, You can't even pack that bag for the gym. I can't even pack That's that bag for I the feel. gym. That's how I feel. It's so, yeah, so, it's like, like too my, much. So, like, my process was, like, getting a gajillion clothes and like literally making an entire closet's worth of clothes and then picking out an outfit from there instead of being like, you're going to wear this This. look. We're going to get these earrings. That's the look. Boom. Also love, love beauty, love outfits, love expression, love style, love trends, love it all. It's not me expressing myself and like, the most that I can do. So it was like kind of soul sucking. I hated it. Really? Mm-hmm. Really hated it. Cause you expressing yourself, cause you are in your head, you're so smart and you think so deeply about things. Yeah. And that and wasn't, th- it, this was like put on an outfit, look skinny, look cool. Yeah. Look hot, look cool and hot. And it's just like, it was not, it wasn't enough for me. And I didn't, I really had a hard time figuring out how to make money in the business because there's so many expenses that the stylist is responsible for with assistance and shipping and tailoring and all these things. And like, I was like, I'm literally paying money out of my pocket so that celebrities could wear clothes and look cool on the red carpet. That's a nightmare. Um, it was just, it didn't align with my values and like anything I like really care about. And I love everyone I've ever worked with and I'm still friends with everyone and they're all cool. Like I'm friends with all the publicists and the PR people from like the fashion brands and I'm friends with like all the actresses and everything. Like it's, it just, I really like did not feel like I was living my own life and I was kind of. I hated it. I yeah. really hated it. Um, so I quit. I retired from being a stylist. Yeah. And I was working at the time, like making, like getting by consulting for some brands and being more creative and like in a way where I was like inventing ideas and like seeing things that like come, like become a thing, yeah. from an idea. And I was really into that. 
and Aaliyah and I had reconnected and we're hanging out together a lot. And for fun, we would like mix perfumes together and come up with like these perfume, these scent concepts. And cause I had been collecting perfume ingredients like forever. Really? Like what do you mean ingredients? Like essential oils and stuff. Um, and all these like beautiful, like rare flower oils. And Aaliyah had like a full, like, kit of all these like essential oils and synthetic molecules like that are used in perfume and we just like had so much fun mixing perfumes together and creating like worlds in scent and it was so inspiring and people all of our friends were like like anyone who would like see what we were working on would be like this is cool you guys should do this like make it a business yeah we're kind of like how do you make a business what's a business how do you even do that and we i mean i i still don't exactly know but we kind of have we like came up with this idea for a brand we made samples People started like paying attention. We started an Instagram. We came up with a kind of a voice and a point of view. And then people like really started to respond to the brand. And um, what would you say the, the voice and the point of view is? A regime. Like regime to flow. A lot of history, a lot of, well, I would say at its like most kind of broad. It's history, art, and nature converging. Um, it's very poetic and like um, kind of exalting. It's like sort of like trying to bring high ideas and like spirituality and stuff like that through all of those things. Does that sound it, good? Yeah. Does that make sense? Completely. Yeah. Wait, how many how many scents do you have? And what was the first one? The first one we made was a perfume called Nymphaea Cerulea. It's now sold out and out of production, but we're going to probably reissue it eventually. Um, it comes in an 8.5 milliliter bottle, so very small, and it's like $700 or something. It's really, really precious. Like a little green one? Little green one. Yeah. And then based on different like combinations that are within that fragrance, we came up with three more perfumes, Waterwood, which you have, Turquoise, and Night Surf. And then we made, uh, when we launched a company, we launched with two other perfumes. One was called Belle Epoque and one is called Dove Grey. Those are the first six in the brand and then we launched uh floralia and free world and fauna and then we made one called mirror which was made with a store called the line then we made one called time lapse which was an edible perfume then an edible perfume yeah it's like a perfume with all like all food grade essential oils and made with food grade alcohol. So you, I mean, you can't really like drink it, but you could like spray it in your mouth or like spray it on a drink or spray it on like food or wear it as a perfume. Yeah. Um, And we did a perfume, a candle for Maxfield, the store Maxfield called the Dregs. And then we launched 
candles and like non-handmade perfumes. And we launched four candles and five perfumes. And then we launched five more perfumes, the Hawaiian ones. And then we've done a couple like small additions since then of handmade perfumes. We just released one yesterday. That's a, a new edible perfume. I saw that. I got the email. Yeah. Yeah. It's made with this woman, Lori Stern, It's uh, who's like this chef and baker that uses a lot of flowers in her um, creations. It's called Citri. It's really beautiful. How'd you find her? How did you, two, you guys come um, together? We were introduced through a friend, and then she's like a full, like, internet celebrity for making these cookies with flowers on them. She has yeah. like 150,000 internet followers. Yeah. Internet followers. I Instagram get. Instagram followers. Follower. <laughs> and they are in- internet followers. I don't They're know. Internet followers. And then uh, we have a really cool, two really cool products that are coming out in um, the fall. I'm really excited about, but I can't announce anything yet. Um, but they're going to be really, really, really cool. Like really cool. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the vibe. We did a perfume with this artist, Bunny Rogers. Really cool. That's actually going to be debuting at Art Basel, Basel, Switzerland in like a week. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So what was the moment where everything kind of changed for the company when it was like when, when you guys were playing around you're like oh we, we've made a perfume we did the thing when did everything shift so we were playing around with perfume I, at the time one of the brands I was working for uh, the like owner of the brand I was like designing and like uh, concepting for this fashion line the owner of the line was is this guy who I'm still friends with he actually called me while I was while we've been doing this. Yeah. And he was like, um, <laughs> he was like, this is so cool. Like you guys like could make a lot of money in the perfume business. If you like got into it, like I'll fund your company. Really? If you like launch a business, like I'll get behind you. Oh my God. Wait, this is a friend of yours. He's been a friend for a while. Yeah. In the art world. No, he's not no. art world. He was like a, like he was a, he's like a French Moroccan Jew garmento. Like, Oh my God. Whatever. I love this. And I mean, we <gasps> became friends cause I worked with him on uh, some consulting stuff. Like I, I worked art for consulting. him. No, like creative consulting. When Got it. A, sorry. Got yeah. it. Oh my God. So he really believed in what you're doing. Yeah. And then like, we were like, okay, well, let's like get it together and make samples and get on the road and show them to buyers and press and try to make this business happen. And we've got this guy who will come back and like fund a company for us. He didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we like got all these like stores that wanted to buy our perfume and like <gasps> Vogue. Our first press request ever came from Vogue, and we had a meeting with the beauty editor of Vogue, and then we got in Vogue. Like, all of it just started happening, and we're like, okay, we got to figure out how to pull this off and, like, how to, like, raise enough money to, like, make the perfume that we're selling. Because people want it. You found people wanted it, and then you deliver. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, so we just kind of figured it out, and we've been, like, hustling ever since. Like figured it out, so you found another backer? Not really. We, like... Begged, Just, borrowed, and stole. But you're passionate. No stolding. Yeah, Stupid. no stolding, but 
But and where would you originally make? Wasn't it like in a garage or something? Where were you making? Yeah, your we perfume? first started. Did you ever come? To no, her? I wanted to see it because so, oh, I did an article. I wrote something for, about you two in like for like Vice or ID or some kind yeah, of yeah, like maybe like years ago, three or four years. Yeah. Ago. Uh, right, the, right in the early days, and then the, there's a Wurstler, the Kelly Wurstler. Yeah, store. we did parties, and we did. Some, they sell our perfumes there, and you went to that. Um, so, what were we saying? Uh, wait, garage, you're garage. making. You're well, making yeah, because like we were just doing it at my apartment, mi- mixing and like kind of coming up with our fragrances. But then when we had to like produce them. I didn't have enough room at my apartment. So my God, what does that even entail? Like producing, like mass production. I mean, it's not really, is it it's a not mass? mass it's not we mass. Were, we were doing handmade perfume at the time, yeah. but um, we had to mix it in big batches and like we did it in my parents' garage. Oh my God. But now we have like this studio atelier in Mid-City where we do some stuff from. We still use my parents' garage for some stuff though. Oh my God. Mm. Well, what is next? And also, no, who designed the bottles? Who, who the packaging? Please, like, so, how did this come to be? Aliyah and I really came up with, we come up with all the concepts and, like, the design concepts and stuff together. Like, it's a synthesis. Um, and then for the new Hawaiians uh, collection, Personal Space, I meant to tell you, like, that those five fragrances were all... Um, Based on a trip we did to Hawaii, where we got really inspired, we went there for a month. You we, did? Yeah, we were we we kind of like won this artist residency where we were like hosted in Hawaii for a month to just like get inspired and be creative. What was, island? Like, two years ago, on Oahu, oh in God. Honolulu. And like, what is this artist residency? Like, is it just it's how did a, that come about? Through, um, did you sign up for somebody just awarded you with it, or what happened? Yeah, so. Uh, a curator who we're friends with and who loves our brand um, was working with this real estate developer who owns a couple hotels uh, in Waikiki uh, on in, in Honolulu in Waikiki Beach um, and they came up with this residency and they do like I think it's like one or two people a year that they host in Hawaii and yeah um, that's nice. Yeah, it was cool. God, I we were to... like staying in a hotel. Oh my god! But also, I want to go there and write. You should. Yeah, it sounds great. And Honolulu is really cool. It's a really interesting city. I've only been to Maui. Yeah, that's it. But it's when like twice. Once with the ex boyfriend Jeremiah, one? and then one uh, Jeremiah, the one who got me into perfumes. Jeremiah. His name was Jeremiah, and then. Uh, and then I went up to I went to a Ram Dass retreat. Oh yeah, on Maui. In Maui, yeah. amazing at that like palm sanctuary place that he lives in. Oh, I don't know if is this that where he lives or was it a separate place? But it was, and I, I was having a fling with some guy I had dated for like we did for like two months tops and like six and you weeks guys went in to Ram Dass retreat together. Yeah, talk about him telling me he loves me and being boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, too soon. Who is it? Ugh, just. I uh, text me a garbage person. You wouldn't know who he oh, is. I just think garbage person. I don't think he's a garbage person. I just think he's like ugh. Just like he left a bad. I'm just so a garbage uh, person. Yeah, is that too harsh? No. If, you, if that's what he is, that's what he is. I just felt like a but narcissist. I do feel a like narcissist. You do yeah. feel like what? Don't say that phrase. No, say that phrase. I mean, I get it, but I also kind of like I get bummed when people like. At the idea of 
not being into your exes. Yeah. But if they suck, it was like a, I think it was like a six week fling. But how about more being not into yourself for being into him at the time? What do you mean? That's the, that's the true, the true crime, right? Is you. Is me. You're the perpetrator for allowing. I allowed it to happen. Allowing yourself to not be with something that was like the right vibe for you. You're right. And I learned. I learned. Was he a drug addict? A liar. I mean, he like snorted ketamine like the second date or something. He like did like a bump of ketamine. I was like going through something. See, that was, I'm definitely part of that. Yeah. Do you do drugs? (laughs) No, I went through a phase where I did try ketamine. I did try DMT twice. Once. Yeah. Smoked it? Smoked it twice. I never got that high from it. Neither did I. I kind of was just like, it's a weird feeling. I did see 2CB. What's that? What's I, that? Oh, speaking of like CBD. No, it not CBD. No, two CB is like I don't know. Kanye West talks about it in his last album, where he's like he uses it in a rhyme. Two CB, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I tried that. Well, because I had a fling with like Hamilton Morris, the you know who he is. He's gorgeous. He's like a scientist, and he has a show all about drugs and like traveling the world and cool. And so I tried drugs because he 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 synthesized them. Cool. So I was like was on it this. Fun? It was a fun adventure. Like that, I do not regret. It was really beautiful. Are and you guys fun. still friendly? Not really. I think I like asked him about antidepressants. Like we hadn't talked at all, and I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking, should I do take an SSRI? Like, what should uh, I take?" And, and he then, was like, "I'm not a psychiatrist." He was like, "Well, he he went. Here's what I take, and uh, what did blah, he do? Blah. Five, HTP or whatever." Oh, I have five HTP. It hurts my stomach. You have oh, to eat a lot. Of, you have to have your your stomach full. But anyway, he told doesn't me doesn't work take... for people who are into restrictive eating. I'm not into restrictive. <laughs> I wish I was. I lost so much weight, uh, and I'm gaining it back now. When I started dating my current boyfriend, because I was so anxiety ridden, because I was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, ah, uh, like I was mental. You were, had a lot of anxiety in the beginning. Of yeah, because I was like, because he's so reliably consistent. Uh-huh. I was like panicked. Do you want to know something crazy about the food in the relationship thing that we have? You and me? No, me and my oh. boyfriend. I'm like, I'm like, I'm relating to you. Tell me. My own story. Okay, good. It's like, <laughs> what is this hand movement? I just, what do we do? <laughs> you just gave me a secret handshake. <laughs> that, was that was ironic. Okay, is anything really um, ironic anymore? Okay, go on. So when Michael and I first got together, he was like, Annoyed by okay, I'm not a slow eater at all. Oh yeah, you're a fast I'm eater. I'm a fast eater. <laughs> and <laughs> when I first got together with Michael, for some reason, I like couldn't. I had no appetite in the very beginning, and Love. I was eating really slow, and I was not eating a lot. And he was kind of like in his head, kind of like, God, this is a little annoying. This person's like eating like a bird. What's up? And now, whenever we like eat together like he'll like and he's a fast eater but he'll like take two bites and then like look at me and like my plate will be clean and he'll be like where did your food go yeah and and he was like how did that change so quickly from one extreme to the other it's true and i've been thinking about that where it's like i'm constantly eating like hamburgers and eating everything whatever like and i used to not gain weight because i was so panic stricken Mm. or i would just take one bite or one french fry be like i'm full now Mm. but uh yeah i guess uh i'm finally not comfortable in a relationship. I don't think I'll ever be comfortable. Really? No, I'm comfortable. But I, this whole thing is for me has been a process on I am comfortable. It's how to love and to be loved. Mm, that's I, a vibe. And, and also like, oh, I love that. And like I have to learn not to be so selfish 
and I'm learning how not to be so selfish and that like I'm he needs love, you know? Yeah. That's the thing where it's like usually all about me, 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 me. And then if I don't get my way, I'm the victim of this thing where it's like, no. oh, another person has feelings. You need to create space for the other person to be part of the relationship. And so I've been on my own journey of learning things. But uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Food, eating, something? Selfishness and food. Selfishness Wait, and food. Wait, am I getting low energy now? Yeah, get the mic by your mouth. and Yeah. Sorry. You got to keep the mic by your mouth. But what were we talking about though? I don't know. What tea are you drinking? Oh, I put two teas because my stomach was hurting. So I have like a turmeric tea and then a... Oh, the bottles. We're talking about bottles, production. Wait, Michael, Hawaii, writing? All of it. We were talking about all of it. Oh, you said... I said garbage person. Oh, yeah. And then like... You didn't like that. I don't like saying that and I feel like the fact that you react to it and I really respect you, especially the new you. I respect (laughs) you even more. Now you're like my oracle. Uh... Yeah, I don't want to be saying that. It's a very harsh thing. Well, we when you, into- this is the true. When you talk shit about your exes... I'm really talking shit about myself. 100%. Oh, all right. Okay. It's like you dated them. Okay. You chose them. I know. But then I got out of it because it wasn't right. Yeah. But it's like... He might have been... I don't know. I don't know. There's just something I'm like... Well, you, this- do you want people talking shit about you? Yes. You do? No, I don't. I don't. I oh, you know what? I don't. a crazy story about talking shit. About me? No. <laughs> Are you relating to me again about your no, own life? But no, but I me. got, I had a confrontation with someone this week about it. What do you mean? Why? What happened? This person, um, I heard this person was kind of talking about me. Like the guy at Erewhon that you're friends with who talks shit about me and I have to see him every day he at Erewhon. Remember you texted him one time, this guy who's always like lurking at yeah, Erewhon. He's yeah, very, yeah. he's like tall. I don't want to, I don't think he's handsome. He's, he's annoying. Handsome. He's not bad looking, but now that I don't he's like his cute. personality. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and he was like, she's always such a bitch or called me a cunt. He never. Or maybe he called me a bitch and he texted you that. You were with me at Erewhon a while ago. Because, no, because he's, yeah. I think you told me that he makes you feel uncomfortable. And I was like, you make my friend feel uncomfortable. You need to like chill with her. I think that's what happened. I don't think he called you a bitch. No, he was like, you're with that bitch. Ew. I know. We don't do name calling. I love it. I'll never call anybody a garbage person again. You're right. Okay, but go on. So somebody so this talked person, shit? she was talking kind of disparagingly about me, about something I'm involved in. And... I was kind of, and I'd heard it from a couple people and I thought it was so weird because I've like only ever been like cool towards her and we have mutual friends and like, I don't really care one way or the other, but I just like don't really deserve that. And I heard it the other day again, it came up in conversation. So I wrote this like letter (gasps) that I was going to email this person and It was like very kind of like sassy and like righteous. And and then I was like, that was fun to write. But like, that's not how this needs to be dealt with. I'm just going to call her and be like, yo, I heard this. What's up? Like, I just don't understand why you're saying that when like I was trying to be cool with you. And so I did it. And the person was like, Ezra, I never think about you. I don't even talk about you. Like, I don't even. And I was like, okay, so maybe the five people that told me otherwise are lying or somehow like made it up. I don't really know. But the point is that like, I don't really like it that you've said this about me when I was like kind of trying to work within your vibe and like do things to work for you. Yeah. 
And they were like, you know what? I don't have time for this and hung up on me. Oh my God. Ooh, I don't like that. What a, it like, was that's so such like, a weird, like yucky feeling to be like, feeling. but then I was kind of like, well, to kind of talk about someone who only was trying to like be cool to you and like not let it go means that it's like about something else weird for you, not me. Cause I'm not, I know I'm coming from a normal cool place. Yeah. And then to like get all crazy and like defensive and then hang up when someone's like, yo, what's up? Like I was really like, just like, you know, it's just a little weird that I've heard this. Like, and I'm just trying to know what's up. Yeah. And to like get all like whatever and deny it. I was like, oh, you're just weird. Yeah. And like embarrassed maybe. You're so, I want what you are taking or doing or on. I mean, let's be real. Like, I definitely like called three people and was like, I just got hung up on and like told them everything. And I was good. But, like, but you walked through it. Like you're so brave and cool that you walk through it. Cause other people would just, you just start talking shit about her and then she, you know, it would never get resolved, but you walk through so it. Weird though. But this is the real thing. If yeah. someone called me and was like, I heard you said something about be me. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I totally did. I, I'm so embarrassed. I don't I even would be mean like, it. Yeah. I would, I've, I all it's weird. Like I often like when I get confronted with something like that, we'll be like, wow, I'm surprised I'm even reacting this way. Because like, for example, I have a neighbor who I think has some issues with mental illness. And he like yelled at me one time and he called me racist. He called you racist? Yeah. Which is but this is the thing. I was like, I'm really this is what I said to him exactly. I was like, racism's a real thing, and I'm really sorry you felt that way. That's not where I'm coming from at all. Yeah. But I can understand that you s- experienced that, and I'm really sorry. That's nice. Well, that's a loving way to handle a, it. That's like an open minded, kind, like inclusive way to like hear their feelings or just like acknowledge them and not just yeah, hang up and, and sh- not like throw it away. Like, and then now he's like the nicest person to me and like whatever. And I kind of was just like, that's such a more real way to deal with something is to be like, to deal with it instead yeah. of like, try to like shut it shut out, shut it out or fight with them. Like, like pro tip, if anyone ever calls you racist, don't deny it. The whole world is racist. We're all racist. I was just thinking about this. I can't believe you're saying. I, I, yeah, I was completely thinking about that. Yeah, because somebody else was telling me. Oh, this, yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're racist, Alexi," and I was like, "I was like, oh, well, I was like, I'm not racist." And they went, "No, no, you're racist." And I went, "Yeah, I guess so. You're probably right." I, I don't, you know, like I don't want to be racist. But the I'm thing a- is that like racism is an unavoidable thing that is the water that we all swim in. Like any, if you are a part of the culture that we're a part of, like exposed to like media and entertainment and like living in society and exchanging money and all of it, like you're racist. No matter what race you're, you are, you're racist because our society has a racist structure to it. The only thing you can do is like 
not be like a dumb white who's like gonna yell when and like cry if someone calls you racist, but be like, yeah, Ugh, you're right, that sucks. I'm gonna try to do better and acknowledge it. Yeah, right. Yeah, racism is such a thing. I love it. I wish that no, was but the sound, I really but wanted it's change. true. I hate it. Um. Do I sound like an idiot? No, it's just really funny. It's the fact you just said, do I sound like an idiot? just saves it all. Because it was such a funny moment where you're like, oh, it's such a thing. But that's your sense of humor. That's hilarious. For sure. That's a great sound bite. Like, oh, I hate ugh, it. I hate such it. a thing. Do you edit this? I mean, I don't want to. You don't. I might edit a bit where you're outside. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I feel what did like, you I don't do want... when I was outside? I just talked to myself you... for a bit and then I check my phone. And... Did you tell secrets about me? No secrets. What secrets? No secrets. No but secrets. Uh, What's this? Oh, Listerine mint spray. I know it's probably poison. Not a good idea. I mean, whatever. What? It just perks it's me up. It's a big part of your your pro- your program? My program? Uh, no. Actually, Listerine mint strips are a bigger part of my program, but Those I've run out. they me out. They do. Why? They just poison. No, It's just like, well, I'm not... I can't even say that. I'm just like, what is it? Not that it's poison, but like what it's is it? It's mint flavored alcohol. And then, you know. Well, Listerine is mint flavored alcohol, but like, what's a strip? It's like mint flavored melting plastic? Yes. I think that's what it is. And I really want them to sponsor my podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You want Listerine to sponsor your podcast? I don't know. I feel like I love tar. Oh, God. I'm saying this the wrong man. You are so highbrow. Oh, my God. Look at you. Got your glasses on. Do you like, like me with you, you are gorgeous. That is. I'm not joking. You are so handsome. I mean, your glasses have just fallen onto my huge foot. Oh, my God. I love your feet. You are so handsome. No, but I was going to say I love Target. I love you Listerine do. Minstrips. Yeah, you're into all those things. Just the Target and Listerine Minstrips. And what else? I, never, I, went to my, I went to the Target for the first time with Michael. The other day. How, for the and, first time? Yeah, because we had to stop and pick up water. He was like, can we stop at the Target and pick up a water and like a scissors? And I was like, okay, I've never been to a Target. Before. How could you have never been to a Target? Oh, don't get mad at me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just shocked. Like, how are you? Because, oh God, there's a character in, uh, have you ever seen uh, Made in Chelsea? Like this like British show? No. Well, now that I'm dating an English guy, I'm like really bad. All these Is that the trashy one Stephanie shows. Pratt? Yes, she like there's a little moonlight, some cameos from her. But there's this one she guy. She went to Crossroads. She did? Yeah. And so did Spencer? Yeah, Spencer's in my grade. Okay, what's the deal with him? People like him. Was Charlie, you know, He's Charlie. He's so sweet. He's so nice. Spencer. His brand isn't really my vibe. And when we were in high school, we actually. We were friends because, like, our school was small and you're sort of friendly with everyone. We weren't friends. I yeah. don't think I had this number, but, like, we were friend, like we were cool with each other, but like we weren't each other's vibes. He was a little bit like an arrogant, like brash kind of like look at me person. I'm scared of people from Crossroads usually. Why? I don't know. It just seems like it was just an intense school where I feel like I don't know. I mean, what about Loxa? People did heroin in class. They did. That's what I always they heard. pretty that much like, did. Yeah, I went to Loxa, you guys, in case yeah, you're listening. Loxa was cool though. Um, but anyway, Spencer like. As an adult, like, since he's become famous, like, when we see each other and whatever, I really like him. You do? People yeah. say that. and also, He's really nice And, and he has cool. a bunch of crystals on his Instagram. Yeah, I don't know when- and his Instagram brand has become, like, really... His, his like, brand, like, the thing... Like, he's into, like, um, hummingbirds and, like... I love hummingbirds. Uh, bullet... I want to say bulletproof coffee and, like, maybe CrossFit and, like, 
What's that other thing? The MMA. So wait, this is different from the Hills version. Was that even him? I mean, it was his girl. Yeah. His wife got all that plastic surgery that he yeah, paid but for. She's so pretty. <laughs> she is like, and they love each other, and they're still together. One hundred percent. That's so interesting. And like, she's very beautiful. Like. I don't know what she looked like before because even when I see like before and after photos of her, I'm like, I don't understand what you looked like. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like this weird thing. So I've only ever known her with like all of her like after. Yeah. But like. It works. What do you think of filler and all that kind of stuff? Um, I haven't gotten any Botox or filler yet, but I don't know if I'm ever going to. I don't know. I mean, like. I'm scared of all this stuff. A lot of times it makes you look older. That's how I feel. Like when people have Botox and their faces don't move exactly. And like, even if they look good in a photo or there's just a vibe where you're like, oh, you look like a mom who gets those things done. And like now we're getting to the age where that's like kind of, we're like the age where people are like moms more. Oh yeah. But like, so maybe it's more appropriate and it's a part of like Almost like grooming, like Oof. make going to the dentist and getting. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know. You don't do any of these things, do you? No. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you look so great and just like. But you've you always think? been this old. So you, you've always been into like decadence and like martinis or like hotel lobby bars. A hotel lobby bars is my vibe. So like, always. how did you end up this? way? you were just born out of the womb. You were just like wearing slippers and like just kind of. You know. Well, I you love know it. my grandfather owned a hotel. Yes. Um, so I kind of grew up in this like hotel world. You like the male Eloise. Like the male Eloise. And then, um, my mom and dad are like kind of like sensual people. They're very stylish. Oh, I Have met, you ever them met them one time for like a, a At moment. At the Kelly Wurstler thing. Yes. And they're still together? Yeah. They've been together since forever. And they love each other still? Yeah. Wow. For sure. They're like real partners. Oh my God. They're cool. Okay. We never got to talk about the bottles. Oh, well, what do you, I mean? I mean, they're just gorgeous Google and glamorous. Them. Look Google. at our Instagram. Look at the Instagram. And Did you see that I was in the New York Times yesterday? For what? No. Tell me everything. Bury the lead, why don't you? Jesus. Oh, yeah. Bury the lead. I know, tell me what you're in the... I Should mean, we look at it? Yeah. Let's look at it on this auditory podcast experience. Yeah. But like, what were they? Just an article on both they, of you or just or you? It wasn't an article. I, I don't know if it's an article. It was a T-Mag thing. It's it's right here. Hold oh up God. on my phone. It was like they kind of did a little profile <gasps> on me oh my God. making one of my favorite <gasps> things. A perfumer's fragrant fragrant flower salad. Ezra Woods of the brand Regime de Fleurs. Did I say Fleurs? Regime de Fleurs. Regime no de Fleurs. We don't pronounce Stop us. yelling at me. Wait, did I? No, I didn't. Did I'm you sorry. earlier? No. no, you didn't yell at me. You didn't. Um, no, I'm nice. Yeah, I Remember we established that? I know. Okay. But look, teach me how to just pronounce the name of your company. Regime de Fleurs. Regime de Fleur. Yeah. Regime And maybe de go Fleur. a little softer on the R. Regime de Fleur. Regime de Fleur. Yeah, there. I think you did it. Well, the R at the end goes softer, right? Yeah. Regime de Fleur. Yeah. All right. De Fleur. Uses hibiscus petals and rosemary buds for a bountiful summer meal. Look at you. Ezra Woods at home in Echo Park. That's me in my home in Echo Park. Oh, my God. 
beautiful. Look at our cute view of downtown LA. <gasps> so many flowers. Uh-oh, unknown. Pick it up. Oh, she went away already. Scary. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a plant in my house ever before until my boyfriend gave me that for my birthday, and I've got to get a proper like stand for it and everything. Oh, but, that's uh, a cute present for thank, birthday. Thank you. I mean, I would have preferred a purse, but... No, <gasps> well, he got me a plant. He took me away to a hotel. It was very exciting. Oh, he did an animated GIF of me, just me walking down the street, animation. Oh, what else did he... Something else. What's his animation like? Is it really good? I'll show you after. Yeah, it is Are really good. Are you guys going to collaborate? You we, can write something and he could animate it? That's exactly what we're talking about. Doing. No. Yes. Should we do that? But I don't know what the story would be. I don't know what our cartoon would be. What is our cartoon? You. Me? What's the name of the show? Alexi's World. Alexi's World? Is that like too much to put him through where he's like dating me and I'm like, I want to call myself a monster, but I'm trying not to. Is it like too much to be like, now we're doing a cartoon. It's called Alexi's World. And I'm Alexi. I'm your girlfriend. Well, your face looks like a cartoon. You're That's so true. exaggerated. Your big, beautiful eyes. And they're so far apart. Thank and like you. your giant cheekbones and your big, pretty mouth <gasps> and your cute little like chin. Thank you. Your hair. No, sh- you're like meant to be a cartoon. I think so. I'm going to show you the. And you can do like, she can be tall and like. Have this big pretty face and like loud and funny and like everything that you are and then like shy and vulnerable and all of it. Oh my god, that would be so fun! I would watch it. I'm gonna bring this. This is the uh, the gift for my birthday of me uh, walking down the street because I live in my life. Uh Oh my god, it could look exactly like this. And it's like she's going on an audition. Oh god. She's going on a Tinder date. Should I really? Should I be an actress in Hollywood? Or what's the deal? What else would you be? I mean, what I could be I'm a cartoon, I could be anything in a cartoon world. But what what else would Alexi the cartoon be? All right. Well you think about it. I don't know. I don't know. Well think about it. We'll put a pin in it. And I still want to ask what the collaboration you did with Shannon Sossman. The collaboration you did Oh yeah, we did a collab with her way and, back. Way back and with Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. She's like a muse for the company, right? Mm-hmm. She's a good friend of the company, a good friend of mine. Iconic. Do you get nervous around her? I do. You do? I just adore her. I just what do you love mean her. around her? Like you when you guys hang out, you I get don't nervous? hang out with her. I don't have I'll see her from time to time. We have mutual friends. I've seen her like Who's around. Who's your mutual friend other than me? Other than relax. Jesus. Who's your mutual She's, friend? I don't know. Just she'll be around or if I run into her at a thing and she's always like, Hi Lexi, she's very nice. I can't believe it. I'm like, Oh my god, Chloe She's 70. like got amazing manners. So it's wonderful manners, so stylish, but uh yeah. So clean. Is she clean? She's super clean. <laughs> I didn't know I do this is for the podcast. I'm gonna over, go. We we she came over the other day. We hung out like two days ago because she was in town and went to see this art show. Uh, downtown and then she was like oh like I'll come over and see your new place because I've been really wanting her to come and she got in my car and I was like uh, why because it's not like <gasps> I don't oh, think of her like your a messy, famous said. person I think of her like she is a famous person and I do a little bit but like I'm more like my impeccable exquisite friend who's like a neat freak and like so clean is getting into my fucking whip with like water bottles everywhere and like celery juice containers and it's like so embarrassing and then I'm like I wish I'd like gotten like I kind of like when and it's happened twice this year that she's gotten in my car and it's been like filled with water bottles and celery juice containers and I've been good you're hydrating yeah but it's like Chloe is not the type to like keep an empty bottle of water in her car she's the type where like her car would smell like 
her perfume and be impeccably clean and like you know like she's just not that she's like so like kind of perfectionistic in that way michael's really that way too oh really yeah do they get along they've never met they've never met they're like she was like i can't believe i haven't met michael yet and He's like the same, but maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Like it's weird because she lives in New York, and I don't go there that much anymore. Why? You like it here? You like Hawaii? I like you it like here. here. I like being with my love. Oh God! I'm going this week. I'm going tomorrow morning. Oh, to New York? I have to go for. Well, there you go. Tuesday, but for what? He's not coming with me. Top secret stuff. Oh, how do you balance your career and like? And are you open by the way? Open relationship? Yeah. No. Thank God. I can't but like, handle it. We. Could be eventually or something. I don't really want to be. Like, first of all, we spend every day together. We don't have time. And the kind of, to me, the best part of, well, that's not fair. Because the best part of being in the relationship is being with the person that I love all the time. But the thing that's so, the one of the selfish things that I love about the relationship outside of that is like, it takes the pressure off of looking for sex all the time. Yes. It's like so fun. You're like, I don't need to look for the next sex. Yeah. It's whenever I want it with my lover. Yeah. Who's gorgeous, who loves you, who accepts accepts you. Accepts me, loves me. Yeah, we're not, I mean, I just can't see how we would either of us would have like the space in our life for that. Yeah. Um but I'm not like one of, he's a little bit more traditional than I am. I'm not one of those people who's like, it has to be like anything. Like, I'm just like, whatever, whatever yeah. works as long as like you feel good and your partner feels good and you're like respecting each other. Yeah. And like on the same page. I have friends, I have a re- like really close friends who, Opened up the relationship. They they were all open from the beginning, but they like emotionally opened up the relationship. Ooh, I can't even and they it. had a um they were in a kind of like thruple sitch. This is a nightmare for and me. And it kind of brought new things to the relationship that were bad. Like I don't want to like that what ba- that were bad. Yeah. Said, okay. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to like like they broke up with their thrup. And then, like, they kind of went through heartbreak together, I guess. And, like, the experience of, like, rejection and all this stuff. And I think it really was not good. I think it's kind of brought things to light that, like, it showed the cracks in the foundation. Yeah. I don't want to, like, the idea of, like, coaching or being there for my partner through a rejection from another person that seems weird to me that is so disrespectful for me and i could see like it's hurtful that's how i feel about it yeah i want to be precious i'm like it is complicated and things can change and you you, but you arrive at the changing point when you get there you know what i mean like when if something if the relationship is going to turn into something else but where you're at it seems like or i'll speak for me I've been a year and three months. I'm like, so, I've been so promiscuous in the past. I've dated so many people. Were you promiscuous? Yeah. I mean, I've had sex with probably like over a hundred people. But is that like, were you, would you like have sex with like three people in the same day? I've had sex with like 
two people on the same day and then like a make out with a different person. Oh, okay. that, was, that wasn't like regular, um, like on the regular. Right. I, it wasn't you weren't like, like getting gang banged by like strangers. No, <laughs> no. But, I, but like, I remember it's just okay being. It's okay if you were, if I, you were like. Really owning it. Yeah. Really into it. Yeah, no. But I remember, oh my God, I remember one time. Yeah, and this is why sometimes my boyfriend does not need to listen to my podcast, you know? Because like, not that uh-huh. I wouldn't tell him this, but I'm not going to, I don't need to shove this in his face. But uh, I remember I had sex with somebody and it was just so unfulfilling to me. When I had him leave, and then at like four in the morning, I had somebody I preferred having sex with come over who like Ubered from across town. And I was like, yeah, you're coming over right now. And uh, yeah. Was, That's cool. That yeah, must have been know, fun. It was fun. Did it was you feel a, it was a weird, weird afterwards? Or I, did you feel like I felt, I'm a boss? I felt like. I'm a girl boss. I, <laughs> I felt like empty. I didn't feel like. I didn't, didn't feel, feel I didn't feel fulfilled. I felt like, oh, I'm going through this. Wi- I'm, I knew it was like a cool chapter of my narrative. Like, oh, wow, I'm doing this crazy, zany thing. But my core, I'm like, I'm a romantic. I want to be with one person. It is exhausting. And now I'm at this point where it's like, especially being this age or like, or having all the experience and finding a person that I'm like, I trust so much. That's a big thing for me, like mm-hmm. to trust someone. Mm-hmm. It's, I just want to do nice things with him. I want to travel. I want to do my work. Do fulfilling work and then travel and have nice dinners and get drinks with him and have dinner parties and go to hotels and you do know you guys what I mean? hang out with couples? We do. At first I didn't love that idea. I was Ugh, like, does that mean I we're boring? Love. Now I don't mind. Now I'm like, yeah, we hang out with other couples, we go out for drinks. Like Who are your other couple friends? I don't we haven't really done that that much. Oh really? Only maybe twice, or we'll go out in groups, like his friends love me and I hang out with his friends and I met everybody in his life. I wouldn't done like a. I love hanging out with other couples. I'm, I'll life. start doing it more. Now I'm inspired because at first I, I, I was like, like this we more boring. Do a double date. Oh really? Yeah. Really? We make dinner. Can we go to your house? Sure. We can go anywhere. Do anything. No, you guys could totally come over. Okay, I will totally yeah, do let's that do it next week. Feelings and feelings. Maybe we could do a triple date with uh with Casey and Michelle. Oh, I would do that. Yeah. Oh, you should also meet. Oh, we're not making. We're not expanding it to another couple. Maybe it's too much. But, Charles uh, and um, Charles and Jordan. Do you know them? I I mean I listened to the podcast. You didn't you didn't love? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I love them. I love No, them I love the podcast. Yeah. Good. I you can edit this out if you want, whatever. I just love Casey so much and I felt like he kind of like dominated the podcast a little bit. Did I dominate? No. Oh, we dominated their podcast. He dominated their podcast a little bit. Oh. I okay. I've only heard three episodes, but did you notice that? I I, I was listening for Casey, and then I'd listening. kind of always be like, "Who's this like Jordan who thinks he knows everything?" Oh, that was only one episode. I mean, Charles. I mean, Charles. Yeah, that's but then they had their couple. Their their couple episode that I was really that. fun though. Michael and I listened to that together. I listened on to it twice. A road trip. It wasn't it good. I thought yeah, it was cute. so good. It was cute. Um, it was really good. I love how Casey would always interject like this lovely, like kind of like soft, wider. Like she opens the aperture and is more loving, you know, mm-hmm. like she would say like, yeah, but this and that. And how can you say it? Like, I don't know. I just appreciate it. Cool. Yeah. I love her. She would infuse it with like this like beautiful Ugh. thing that I didn't even expect from her. Cause I, I also think she's very sharp and funny and she can make all these she's jokes, not, but then she's a little, she, she's, she's like a puppy and she's so special and she's got like, she's such like a loving person. It she's like, like a and rainbow so deep. puppy. She's a rainbow puppy. Oh wait, this is what I was going to ask you. How do you, you have your boyfriend, you have your wonderful relationship. You do have to, we have to land this plane Shit. momentarily. You got to get out of here. Yeah, but it's okay. One more, two minutes. I'm loving this. Yeah. How do you, because here's what I, okay, so 
all related to me, then throw it over to you so yeah. you can relate to it. At the beginning of my relationship, I was so obsessed with my new love. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with him. What's he up to on Instagram? It was like psychotic. It was like, like very like, oh, like, because I just couldn't believe it. Mm. Now I'm getting into a point where I'm like, like we're talking about living together and all this stuff. And like, where does he live? He lives in Los Feliz. Does he have a cute place? He has a really cute place. And I was with him when he found it because when we first started, cool. like he was looking for new places anyway, but it was too soon to move in. And I didn't, anyway, I've been here for eight years. Anyway, so now I'm like, oh my God, it's a real thing. I trust him. I know he's here. Like, I love him. Now I, I'm like the only child in me. I don't even know where I'm going with this. You're looking around. I don't know what's no, happening. No, I was just looking at something, but the only child in you, what? I just don't. Now I'm like, oh my God, how how will I be able to live with someone? Because I'm so only child. No. I'm scared of I like. Mean, you've done it before. One other person. When I was like so long ago, the 21 to the, 26. The Modest Mouse? No, no Modest Mouse was Jeremiah. Jet was Chris. And I live with Chris. Jeremiah was long distance. In Australia? No, in LA. He oh, bought a house here. Like, he bought a house in LA. Oh, God. No, oh. no, I did with a kangaroos. Oh no, not. oh god! But I live with him, but he was always out of town. He's the one that you were engaged dumped to me for. Really? I did. Yeah. What do you mean? He didn't like you? No, foe dumped me. Remember when we first met? Yeah. We like made out a couple times, like two or three times. You and me? Yeah. We made out more than once. Yeah. God. Oh yeah, Nelly's house. That's when you said like is that internal flatulence and my stomach was growling. As a joke. As a joke. And then we're and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Is it? Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. I want him to think I'm cool. Well yeah, I, I was thought gonna, you were so cool. I wasn't gonna bring this and up because I wasn't sure. Cool. Oh, thank you so much. I know. Oh my God. Wait, so you and I were making out and then I met Chris at literally like, like on with, Hillhurst. Like we made out like I think we were hanging out for like a week or two weeks. Like they were like we like got dinner. Like we did a couple of things. We made out a little bit. And then you met him and like we're like, I have a boyfriend, bye. Really? Kind of, yeah. <gasps> My God. I was probably like, wait, and you were and not then, out. And Obviously you yeah. went out. But did you know you were gay? You knew you were gay. I really didn't want to be. You didn't want to be And gay. I really, like, I thought that at that time that gayness was, like, something that, like, you could sort of, like... <gasps> control? Control. But I didn't like being with women at that time because I felt bad for them. Oh, my God! It was weird. So, like, <gasps> now that I'm more accepting and like loving and like of myself yeah. and like not like in denial in that way. Like I think it's, I still feel bad. Like I would feel bad for a woman because like, I think there's so much like, I think it's really hard. To, I think everyone's bisexual. You do. I really do. I wanted to add, I mean, yeah, whatever I was going to bring this up with my boyfriend. I, I like to make jokes and be like, I mean, aren't you just, a little get like you've been with anything and he's just like no 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 like but i think that's like because you make in a our choice world to like to like make yourself make sense to the world and make the world make sense to you people kind of choose a lane and usually choose the lane that they're more prone to but I, I really believe yeah but i really believe that like they're like there's no way to not be bisexual, I think. Like, yeah. everyone is beautiful and sexy. Yeah. And, like, playing with your 
privates feels fucking good. Yeah. Like, you could do it with someone and not like want to like be with them every day for the rest of your life or like do it all the time. But like, it's not, not going to be fun. But you don't want to be with women. You try. More because like, I think it's like, I have this weird, like it's like a part of like my internalized homophobia that I feel like it's like not fair for a woman to be with like a gay man or something. I don't know. Of course, because it's like a lie. It's like they're being lied to. But like even like if like as like a man with a boyfriend who's been with men and is like open about that, if I like found myself in like a thing where I was like sexual with a woman or like whatever, I would still have this like weird, like I feel bad for her situation because I think I've like forced... I've like you're being greedy or something. I don't know, not that. No, more like I don't know. I feel bad for her. I don't know. God, I want to understand that more. Was it, I also want to say I've had like sex dreams like about, about Chloe Stephanie. No, okay. Well, <laughs> no, I have, but she's beautiful. She is so beautiful. Yeah. She's so sexy. She's sexy. Yeah, I. So I can say that about women. I've made out with women. I've never. I know I fooled around with like when I was a little girl and everything, but I just love men so much. And I like to like be like, oh, I'm sure when I'm 50 or I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, I've tried everything and then I really have to like, I'm going to learn how to like go down on a woman and do all the, whatever. Like, but really I say that more to be like, I'm open to it. I don't want to rule out anything out, but honestly, like I just love men so much, you know? Like, yeah. so does that but, mean I'm not? But I, Cause I, I'm like, I, I want to be, I feel it'd be cooler to be more fluid, but I'm, I'm so like into men. And then, and, and I don't know, it's such a weird thing. I've been out with tons of girls. Well, and that's yeah. like a weird control thing too, where it's like, Oh, I want to be like the masculine energy in this oh, thing and really? like dominate like the masculine energy. I guess. That? Cause I want to be like, I'm smarter. Like, cause I have my inner, an inner misogynist aspect of me. Like, like, that I learned from my dad comes out and then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to find the most beautiful. Oh my God, completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I've made out with like, whatever I want to say, what, Fabi or Zberg, but who hasn't made out with Zberg, whatever, like, but beautiful girls, even though she's the aggressor anyway. But yeah, like I think it'd be cooler to be bisexual, but I'm just not into it because. But like. But I can see, I, I, I do say to my boyfriend, I'll go, yeah, something about that girl's face. I'm just not attracted to her. Like I can like operate on that level where it's like, I know when a girl is like fucking sex, like Michelle is fucking hot as fuck. Like I look at Michelle and I'm like, oh my God, she's got like dewy, nubile skin. It's just like, everything is just like so sultry and just like, uh, like in Chloe seventies, like, but I don't know. I don't know. So maybe. No, I think like to me, when I say bisexual, like the way that I think everyone's bisexual is that there's like an, undeniability that if there was a certain time and a place you would have sex with someone of the same oh yeah totally gender yeah that's true i mean i just think everyone would like they're of like course. under certain the right circumstances everyone would yeah and that's fine that is or fine. the opposite gender everyone would too or i don't know if that's the right the, the other gender the others i don't like, know what the right like a guy I mean, and a girl like I would, there's. So you have I'm, sex with a girl. I'm sure with a gun to it, your head, right? Not gun to my head, <laughs> but like vagina in your face. Yeah, maybe like, something could happen. Or like on a vacay and like drunk. Are you drunk? Maybe you're a little drunk. Maybe, 
Maybe it's wrong. But you prefer men, and more specifically, your boyfriend. I mean, he's the best. He's a babe, yeah. He's a babe. Um... Oh, God. Oh, but Silva rearing from the thing. What was I going to say? Oh, did you see the first episode of Black Mirror? The new Black Mirror? Do you watch Black Mirror? I I watch all the episodes of the seasons I've seen. Okay. And I'm obsessed with season. San Junipero. That oh, episode. that is a great episode. I've seen it like five times. That is so great. Well, I got into this because of James. I started watching all of Black Mirror. Oh, uh, yeah, because he's a British. He's British. He loves it. Anyway, but watch the new. Is he from London? He's from a small town called Nottingham. Maybe not small town. I'm just like reducing him he's to from a, not. He's from he's not from London. Not London. He's from not London. <laughs> oh, and he makes me say that he's British, even though British people will be like British. I'm English, but my boyfriend will say because of English nationalism, he says he's British because if you say you're English, it means something about English. it means you're English. like a Tory. It's like, it means, yeah, like, ra- it's, like, yeah, not it's racist, like but na- English nationalism. Yeah. So he thinks it's cooler to say British. Anyway, um, I don't even know. You should watch the first episode well, of the new season on Netflix. you're British, is, mean, like, he could be from Wales. That's, yeah. So I think like, his family so I, is from, like, he is, like... Do you want a snack? I'm really hungry. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. It's, like, over two hours now. Where well, are you going, Did though? I give you? I'm just... You I gave me what I needed. Well, how did you balance... How do you balance being in a relationship and getting shit done and jealousy and stuff like that and making time for one jealousy? another? Like, yeah. Just bringing jealousy into the relationship. I'm, that's great. No no jealousy then. I used to, I'm I can be a jealous person. Je- Michael, we tease each other. What did jealousy. you get? I got a breakfast burrito. From Erewhon? Yeah. They make those for you? Yeah. No, they make them. They're just made. They're just made? Yeah. I'm like really in the cold hungry. section or in the hot section? In the hot section. But you just ask for one and they'll just make it for you? No, it's made. They're made. In the this time. Oh, wow. And they're just there and ready to go. Does it smell good? I can't only smell perfume. I can only smell... That's Brooke Dulian's candle. Oh, cool. Anyway. <laughs> what? I love... She's been on the podcast, too. I Listen, love her. Two, scent How's wars, she doing? Scent wars. She's, too, she's got perfumes. She does? And candles. But this is about you. So I, I don't want to have a, you know... I love Brooke. I think she's so cool. She's still friends with Kelly. Oh, Kelly Osborne? Uh-huh. I don't know. <coughs> I'm not exactly sure. Her sister, Kelly's sister, Amy, is yeah. one of my oldest friends. Did, We've known each other since we were in third grade. Did Amy and Kelly talk? Who knows? I don't know. Because I don't, I'm not that tight with Amy anymore. Like, not in a bad way. We've just, like, fallen, like, we've, like, not grown apart. Like, no, we just haven't seen each other for and, like, gotten real for a really long time. But we, like, Insta DM a lot and stuff. That's sometimes that's I'm all you need. Hang out. Sometimes yeah. it's all. I know. Um, listen, we are going to land this plane. We are? Yeah. I'm I mean, scared. No, no. Don't be scared. Hold on tight. Sure Buckle up. Are you over me? I'm Can not over you. Have a bite of your burrito. Done? I just want to know what I want to cover. I want to know. But you just, you just balance everything. You're fine. You're monogamous. You're happy in love. You live together and you get your shit done. And that's what it is. Well, also, Michael's super productive. So, yeah. like, I feel like I... Yeah. Like you want to be better because he makes, he inspires you and, no. and vice versa maybe? I like, mean, I think that like I have my own way of being productive and like I've like found and leaned into a life that like allows me to do it my way. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm a little like bad at like replying to emails to be honest, like I have 25,000 unread emails yeah. in my email box. It's really intense. Um, 
there's certain things that I'm not balanced at, but like I think I don't know. It just all happens. It all happened. Where do we? Now I'm getting. I mean, I get a little bit of support. I mean, I get a lot of bit of support from some people that work for me. Yeah. At Regime de Fleur, Allie and Camilla, they're both amazing. Like, you know, I forgot to pick up one of these, and we got she hooked it up and Ubered it over here for for me. Like. I don't know, like things like that. Where do we find, like, what do we need to know? Like everybody has listened in on how you and I know each other, your uh, metamorphosis, <laughs> coming into your own skin, your love life, the the evolution, the creation and evolution of your company. Mm-hmm. So where do we find you? And the company, Regime de Fleur. Regime de Fleur, R-E-G-I-M-E-D-E-S-F-L-E-U-R-S on Instagram at Regime de Fleur. Um, RegineDeFleur.com uh, Ezra Woods Official The official is a facetious thing It was a joke when I did it And I think it's funny I do too Do you Wait will you look at my bio on Insta And tell me if you think it's funny Yes By the way I got hacked And I don't follow anybody anymore Alright God I feel see. bad for people that don't follow me Oh Why That means I just have to go direct Now I'm like a weird lurker Ezra Woods Official Lincoln bio I love That's perfect. I feel like I've seen that before, though. Really? Oh, fuck. Or maybe it was only on your page. Look how Mm -hmm. cute you are. Anyway, we got to wrap this up. People are like, what else is going on? He's eating on the mic now? I can't believe it. Guys, I'm so hungry. He's starving. I'm starving. You've heard it all. There's nothing else to say. No, you're wonderful. You're a human being. You're taking care of yourself. This is what people call self-care. Is that that like AMSR, though, to hear someone chewing? Oh, it's kind of, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Thank you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much too. I really do. I'm glad we checked in with each other at this point in our life. I really want to do a triple. A triple date? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody stay tuned. We could do it as a podge. A special level Alexi podge at my house. We can't podcast everything. Um, You guys buy some people. I don't want to call people guys. I think that's maybe rude. Yeah. You you people. You people. If you know it's good for you. You theys. You theys. If you know it's good for you and you want to smell good. You know what to do. Go to www. Anyway, I gotta get it. <laughs> Bye, Ezra. Bye. Thank you.